Grimace. Make sure he's around. Happy birthday, Grimace. Oh, happy happy birthday. birthday, Grimace. Happy birthday, Grimace. Happy birthday, Grimace. Welcome to Hive Scum, the grim and gritty podcast for the 28 community. We are big fans of Grimace over here. Grimace. We love Chat Pile. <laughs> What's oh, that? nice. There you what go. Yeah, yeah, wow. Grimace smoking weed.jpg. Yeah, bro. I don't know anything about that. Oh, man. Yeah. My I'll friend uh, interviewed Chat Pile one time for their zine. I don't know what Chat Pile is. Band. You, you, well, I don't know. Maybe you'd probably know like the album covers and stuff. Maybe. Um, but yeah, welcome to Hive Scum. We're back. This is episode number 10. We should, before I forget, tell you who we are. I'm, I'm Terry. I'm stone.jaw on Instagram. You have to think about that? What? Like the my name? Yeah. Well, it's for a second. Yeah. I'm Phil. It's been a long weekend. Uh, I'm Steve at South of Heaven. And I'm Gage at No Clear Coat. Got some big news today. It being episode number ten, and we kind of talked about this a little bit last time. But uh, when this episode comes out, by the time this episode, by comes the time out, it hits the airwaves, we will actually have a Patreon. After all of our jokes about the five hundred dollar tier Patreon, we're finally coming out with an actual real Patreon. For and people. there's going to be a five hundred dollar tier. Is there? I mean, yeah, there's going to be a five hundred dollar tier. Yeah, yeah. Oh Subscribe now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what we're doing, um, we had always thought about doing it when we got to episode 10, but right now we're looking for a space, and the space will be multi-use. I mean, a, a big part of it will be to record the podcast, but also a large part of that will be to have people come and like have a space that we just have dedicated for people to come and play and hang out and, you know, DIY, Haven, art yeah. studio, create, kitbash, paint, noise shows, games, yeah. play video games. TV blade playing on it at yeah. all time, no matter what. Phil's gonna, uh, dude. I won't need a, an apartment anymore. <laughs> Phil's gonna live yeah. there. Phil will live Sorry, there. Sorry, Brandon. Uh oh. Yeah. So uh, some of the Patreon, we, we do actually have legitimate tiers. It's not just all five hundred dollar tiers. So we'll have a dollar tier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, well, we, we, we don't, don't, we don't have to go into yeah. the specifics. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, you'll just get extra content. You'll get there's gonna be a free option, so you don't have yep. to pay money. Um, and and you'll get like some deals on merch and some different things through there. And we'll have it all listed up on Patreon. But we just wanted to let you guys know right right at the top of the pod that that's coming at you, and that you can find that uh, Patreon.com. You can find us over there. The uh, yeah, the, I'm just want to definitely point out the fact that uh, it is not expected. It is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It is just to benefit the situation of a space to benefit the recording studio, so we don't have to hop from house to house every week, uh, which would be clutch. Would be very clutch. Um, but yeah, all the there will be a free tier, so you can kind of see what we're working on the the lore stuff that we're doing, just nerding out about, just like a like a blog essentially. Yeah, and then it'll just be, I mean, I don't know. We had always talked about it being episode 10, so it's like it was bound to happen. Time nice. to do it. Yeah, it was nice that we got ourselves in gear, and now we're ready to go. All the oh. extra stuff you wanted, the stuff you guys have asked for, it'll be there and available. Longer episodes, Yeah, all the extra silly stuff that we get up to that you guys don't get to hear, um, it'll all be on there. Yeah, that'll be a big part of it, because obviously we're a podcast, so you'll get tons of extra content over there. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Phil, moving on. what you been doing? <laughs> what you been up to in the studio? Yeah, Phil. What in the studio? Doing? Not not much at all. I think uh, two weeks ago I started uh, base coating a, a monster, and that is it. That's the most recent thing I've done. Well, that's not been, true. You've been GMing for I was gonna say. I've been G- Yeah, I've been I've been doing a little bit of work on that. Yeah, getting uh, getting everyone's games ready to go. Um, 
I mean, that's like a huge undertaking. It is. I didn't think about that. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like, been awesome. Yeah. Every time I've heard about one of the scenarios that you've come up with, it's like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah so far, the two of them, uh, the two games that have been played seem like they went pretty, pretty okay. I was, uh, I was really anxious about, uh, uh, you know, making sure it was a good experience for both players. And so, I yeah, we're, yeah. Yeah, I loved mine. Yeah. I, after well, you guys what both, we've been doing, you we guys can both probably, won yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, could, we could probably dive into it a little deeper after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, not not a lot of uh, tangible, physical uh, uh, goods. I would like to go uh, get a little bit of painting done tonight. But we'll see. We'll see what kind of shape I'm in after this. You know, podcasting takes a lot out of me. Yeah, and then once you go celebrate Grimace's um, birthday with happy birthday, Grimace, yeah, yeah. you don't know how that's going to affect you. Yeah, it's happy true. Birthday, Grimace. <clears throat> yeah. So I mean, Phil, that's like a huge undertaking, though, just doing all of that background work. And I hope that we do pop into that later. Oh, I'll make sure of it because that's like uh, should be a big part of this. I'll, I'll raise a, a red flag. Yes, please do. Get the raise red flag. flag. Get, the, get re- the red flag ready. Steve, what have you been doing? Um, Steve is now typing on a computer, so he's replaced his models that he works on live. Where I'm now getting, he's, he's I'm getting paperwork. you guys organized for <laughs> oh, this episode. He's paying his taxes now live on air. <laughs> live on air. <laughs> I paid my taxes already. We didn't pay yeah, the I Evan guess tax the, yet, though. Hi, Evan. Oh yes, okay, That's sweet. True. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about Evan, real quick? Evan tax. Um, his beautiful smile, dude. You can't say that because I was gonna say that. Well, I don't know. I has anyone it. ever said to him? I think all the time this motherfucker just looks like Fred Durst. <laughs> Well, no, he knows. Especially, that. Oh, really? No, I say, no, especially no. when he wears a. I mean, he wears even the red with, hat every time. Even, no, hat. but even without the red hat, he looks like. Fred I'm gonna Harris, say. Kind of. I think that was said to him by someone yeah. at Adepticon. Yeah. Really? Of his red hat. I hope he doesn't take uh, take offense to that. No, Fred Durst rocks. Fred Durst rules. Yeah. yeah so not as Evan much. Have... Not as much as Evan, though. Yeah, you no, think Evan on. definitely rocks more. I paid the Evan tax today. I put. I bagged up his uh, his order for the Hive Scum shirts, dude. Oh yeah. Thank you. Literally everyone for blowing our expectations out of the water with buying shirts yes. and random shit. You guys rock. Insane. Especially to Evan. Yeah, yeah mostly yeah. to Evan, but everybody else, <laughs> you're like kind of the second tier of thank yous yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for grabbing one of those shirts. Yeah, and no, that was very sick. Packing them was not fun, but it was very <laughs> cool that you guys all picked those up. And thank you, Steve, for packing them up. I, w- I did that today. That yeah, was my Shout out to Under the Dice for packing those up for us. That was my chore for the day. And Steve, once you're done with your taxes, though, what have you been paying? Um, painting. Well, today I packed up orders. Yeah. Um, I've been working on my Ogre Maw Tribe for Path of Glory. That's been pretty sick. Been working with a lot of gouches. Gouache. Gouaches. G-wash. G-wash. I'm just going to call it G-wash. Yeah, you could call it that. <laughs> G-wash. Uh, yeah, I've been working on G-wash on all my, my ogres, repainting them because the old paint that I had them, that I had on them sucked, so... Not painting them. I've been thinking about <laughs> Gage also wants to say something. I've been thinking about the is it a giant that has the kind of cathedral? Yes. Yeah, it's like a little cupola on his head. He That's didn't a giant, do anything right? Anything last game, but yeah, that that is a giant. What a cool model. Well, he got in there, everything was dead by the time he got in. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have to do anything. <laughs> oh, he came in like from reserve, like sort of stomped in from no, the sidelines. But lines. by the time he he made it. Oh, because he's just so slow? No, he's oh, he's fast. getting bogged down. D- no, there was Brandon put a big unit of skinks in the way yes. to block him, so I charged them with something else, and they just died. Oh, and, and then, then they Steve were really, Steve really I took see. Brandon to task. Nice. Their game didn't go... What, I, did it even go three turns? 
Was it the top of three? Top when of he three, fled? he fled. Yeah. Well, somebody's got to take Brandon down a peg or two. Gage and Sam's, I think, went He's all five, player. technically. Bottom of five, yeah. You know, yeah. Brandon has been talking a lot of crap about yeah. his lizards, mm-hmm. and, you know, someone had to put him in his place. He Always has not been talking lizard. crap. That's, <laughs> you're making that up. No, I played him one time before. Pre-New Codex, though. Yeah, and, but it was not fun. That, he, remember that yeah. one that 2v2 game we played? Yeah. And we just, we got yeah. Oh, I know. I got I got fucking destroyed every time I played his old list. And I think I've always kind of just held that against him and just you held it against (laughs) like your stupid lizard hatred. Yeah, literally since the the new lizard rulebook come out, put him on blast. But this motherfucker has not won a single game with the new. Just shows the kind of player player he is. I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna pick up lizards. I'm gonna start winning with them. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean I've I've seen them do really good stuff. I feel like the the spellcaster ones are a little overrated. We gotta, I would rather we just take Ian does. Bring we'll, the we'll see. Ears. Well, it'll be Ian's Ian's first game of Age of Sigmar is going to be against me, so we'll have to see. Ian's playing lizard. Bring too? him to town. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He is. That's kind of cool. I yeah. thought he would be playing giants. He was. I wrote a whole scenario for <laughs> for me versus giants, and then uh, Ian was like, "Oh, hey, uh, I'm switching to lizard men." <laughs> Ian. <laughs> Uh, totally not Ian. Um, Steve, you, though, going back to your giant, it looks amazing. Thank you. Like the cathedral. What What is the head? Like, how did you do the cage for the head? That is, um, Paul, uh, Mordheim Paul gave us some of the Gardens of Moor kits, which very generous of him, but that, you know, it was to work on Nemo, and I had some left over in a box, and I cut the chapel top off one of them, and I just... Jammed it over. I didn't even realize it's the top of that. Yeah. Because I used the whole thing on <coughs> on the tank. On my last war tank. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just this top steeple of one of those Garden of Moor uh, little chapels. Damn, I'm going to do that now. It's fucking sick. It was very funny to be at the Battle Standard, like painting up at the table, and there's like a guy who's like, I just got a new box of Space Marines. What <laughs> chapter am I going to make them? And then you have Steve over there, and he's working. He has gouache. <laughs> He's he has this like weird kit bash like cathedral head model with like chains hanging off of it and stuff. And he's like, I'm just wet blending colors over here. He's just being real manic. And the other kid is just like, What is going on? Who are these is people? Is that the kid that you had extra green stuff left over? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Hey, anyone want this green stuff? Like, I, I rolled too much and they're like, I don't know how to use that. Yeah, like, Which, no shame, seen, but yeah. it was just yeah. like, Oh, no one here wants chance, this. Bro. Give that guy a cape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Do you remember your first green stuff cape? Mine? Dude, you know what sucks? My first green stuff cape came out way better than the one I actually put on the model I was using it for. That's very Like, funny. my test model came out way better than the actual <laughs> one. <laughs> Sometimes it just, like, comes down... Like, messing with green stuff, it's, like, all about timing. Yeah. If you get the timing right, you can make that... You can make that cape look real nice with really low effort. But if you don't wait, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Green Stuff rocks. It does rock. I Shout out the sponsor of the podcast, Green, Green Stuff. Stuff. Green Stuff World. Are they, they bad? Are they I bad? Aren't they? Some people I mean, I don't bad. care. I don't know why. They, they stole yeah, they steal art. art all the time. Yeah. yeah, they're very cool about stealing art. Stealing art. <laughs> <laughs> Big uh, fans. But yeah, besides uh, the giant, just been painting ogres. And uh, me and uh, brother Jacob over at the firehouse are going to play some Warhammer tomorrow. Oh, hell yeah. Get the path of glory. He does going. stormcast. No, he's playing Grotz. He does have an obscene amount of stormcasts, but he also has a very big pile of uh, Grotz, just like goblins. Like yeah, uh, nice. He also has. Tr- he plays both lists though. He's like, yeah, I just want to be able to do whatever I want. Oh hell them. yeah! So he has a shit ton of Trogoths and then a shit ton of Grotz. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say he had like he used the trolls and then Stormcast Eternals. No, <laughs> in that'd the same be sick, list. <laughs> yeah, just like real open play shit. Yeah, that would rock. Just like having some weird lore where it's just like these Stormcast trolls. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be fucking cool. That'd be, be cool. Gage, what you been working on? Uh, my Inquisitorial Warband for the Hondius event. I got to get on mine. Yeah, I uh, I printed off some like Necromunda adjacent bases. And I found some old, a lot of people are going to be upset at this, I'm sure. A lot of old metal uh, great swordsmen. And they're the perfect, like, Scarface style shooting a gun uh, pose once you throw, like, a las gun or something in there. So I got one with a flamer, one with the las gun. Uh, some other Empire guys that just threw las guns on with old knight heads. It, it's sick. I love yeah. meshing those two worlds together. Did you roll your units up for it, or did you just bash stuff? I just bash stuff. Okay. I Well, the real reason I wanted to do this is because I've been just obsessing over the Pilgrim event and all the White Dwarves I've been yes. reading about, and I wanted... The pilgrim event? What's that? Uh, John Blanche ran an event uh, about <laughs> this Pilgrim event. The The wires were there. I can't uh, tell you shit about it now because I'm on the spot, but yes, the... Yes, uh, uh, Poser, we got him. The I knew ladies I was and gentlemen, we got him. Yeah, we'll, yep. we'll uh, hold on. I scanned every single one of them so I could read it while I was on the plane. Oh, nice. I'll just read all all eighteen articles for you right now. Thank Welcome you. So the real the real hive scum reading yeah, yeah, from yeah. old Blanchett's articles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a bad pod though. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. I would, <laughs> pretty I would good. listen to it. At the heart of the story that is the Pilgrim itself, a being of supreme psychic might, yet still but an infant, the Pilgrim has been brought to the soil of terror by Lord Castor Margrilla. The mysterious power could prove instrumental in the plots of those who scheme on the soils of terror from strange gutter cults to factions of the Inquisition possessed by seemingly incredible belief that they missed, might use the Pilgrim to unshackle the God Emperor from his golden throne. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but pretty much it's just a, a Zorn-obsessed color palette of all these different crazy-ass admech armies, or uh, warbands. I'll make one. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, the event happened uh, five years ago, but when we get that hype scum time machine, we'll be there. That's it. Thanks to the Patreon. <laughs> Nemo 24 is uh, going to feature the Pilgrim 24 yeah, event. John Blanche will come out. Um, but, so I've been working on that. Uh, actually, I, uh, I did watch, I can't remember the video, but I wanted to Zenith all my guys with orange and then yellow. Nice. So like orange base and then yellow on top. Yeah, why not? To like just really force me into those colors. Totally. So we'll see. I'm pretty stoked on how they're coming out though. Yeah. But that's pretty much been it. Yeah, I've had no problem doing like, I think it's actually like pretty sweet to do like the 2X Rusto colors. Yep. I mean, it's definitely more satin than the primer, which mm -hmm. is like kind of a bummer. But once you paint over it, it's like you yeah, still yeah. kind of see that orange come through on the skin. You can also just matte clear coat it before yeah, you paint. Yeah, that's true too. I never even thought about that. Yeah, you could just like prime it and then just <sighs> throw some matte My clear mind coat is on blown. There, Which I need a new can, but... Dude, let's go, let's go to Home Depot after this. No, you have to go to Hobby Lobby for dull coat. Dude... No, we have know. to go to McDonald's for Grimace. Happy birthday, Grimace milkshake. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Grimace. I'm Happy not gonna lie, Grimace. I would definitely do that after this. I I'm doing it even if I do it alone. What flavor is these Grimace? Are they supposedly lavender? berry? I've heard oh, that makes sense. Every person I've I've heard post about it or do anything just from the memes of Chat Pile, which we're gonna have to show you, Phil. Oh, Everyone says there is there are me Chat Pile memes about Grimace, Grimace's McFlurry, birthday. Or yeah. or everyone says it sucks ass. 
Well, well Sam is the only person to say it was good. There is a grimace. I have very low standards for <laughs> anything I put in my body, so I'll probably love it. There's a grimace <laughs> birthday meal deal where you get a Big Mac. I think you a can only get it in a meal. Oh, you got oh, that's even meal. sicker because yeah. I want a Big Mac. There you go. Dude, that's you get one I too, don't. and then I'll eat your Big Mac. Yeah, all right. That's sick. And I can't eat anything in the meal, but I'll. You will you eat two Big Macs? <laughs> I would definitely fuck up two Big Macs. All right, because I I don't want a big. You said you have to get the whole thing. I didn't say that. You got to eat three Big Macs. No, you <laughs> you have to get the meal in order to get the milkshake. I yeah, believe. and I'm yeah. saying all I want is the milkshake. Okay, well there you go. Someone's getting a, an extra Big Mac. Yeah, we'll figure this out. I mean, That's I'll put that. I'll, I'll freeze my Big Mac. This is just. Do you yeah. remember last night when I opened Keep my phone here. to try and find us a, a, a notes app so we can write our sushi order down? And I just had a note in my phone that just said "long chicken." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was nothing else in the note. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's the, uh, the BK it. Long Chicken. That's it. That's the you know at BK. Oh, they have, yeah, they the have the Long Chicken, chicken yeah. Club. Well, like I so Damn, I, later on, at three hours later, when I finally got home, I, I googled Long Chicken. I guess I put it in my phone at some point because it's vegan in the UK. Oh, that's, long chicken. Dude, those those yeah. sandwiches rock. The BK Long Chicken is vegan. Yeah. Whoa. But <laughs> just long to open my chicken. phone and go, why did I put Long Chicken in? I've here? never heard it called that. Me neither. I thought long meant that is like, definitely not the actual name of it. I thought <laughs> I thought it was like. Uh, <laughs> can you go to BK and order a long? Chicken? They'll know <laughs> what you're, they'll know what you're talking about. No, I heard someone else refer to it as them. long chicken before, and that's all. Like this is what I call well, it now. Long pig is human, right? What? Who said that? Long pig if is you go- human. Okay, I'm looking. Hold on, this is from something. It. This is from something. I, Let me get a long what is chicken. This from? Dude, I hope long you guys pig. First, I've yes, never heard of a translation of a term formerly used in some Pacific islands for human flesh as food. Long pig? Oh, this is like a cannibalism thing. This is thing. fucked up. Come on, dude. You can't be bringing this yeah. kind of energy to the podcast. It's, it's specifically <laughs> about cannibalism. Pacific islands. You get banned. You're really yeah. eating. Okay, well, what's even more fucked up is that people in England eat long chicken. What's that? Long babies? <sighs> Phil eats long chicken. That's scary, dude. Phil's a cannibal. Long chicken. Long chicken. I don't think I would eat. Long chicken. Even, even the most ethically sourced human meat, I don't think I would be eating. Really? I, yeah, I don't know. I go back and forth on this stance all the time. We'd get like mad cow. Dude, I remember shit, right? some, some I fucking so. Reddit-ass thing from years ago where a guy, he had like an insanely bad, like broken like foot and ankle to the point where they're just like, right, we're just fucking amputating oh your foot. Oh, my God. Dude. And he ate it? And he's like, me and my friends, we made... Tacos from my foot. No fucking way. Yeah. No. Oh my god. They let him keep his foot. I thought that yeah, he, he posted. He posted pictures it. of. of <laughs> you can have this. Dude, he yours. literally posted pictures of his, uh, his severed foot as you know it, as it was given to him by the hospital. Then the chunks of meat that he with like a ribbon on it. it. <laughs> That's so cool. And then the and then you know the 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 braised foot meat of oh the tacos. Who would he try it? Yeah. Steve, I next don't know. I next horrific next horrific car crash you go to uh, on the scene. Just grab a little meat. Just a little no. something foot? for us. Yeah, a little that's, foot. That sounds it, I, fireable. <laughs> I think that's a fireable. I would get if he steals yeah, meat he off would, a human. He would only get a little in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> just a smidge. That might be a write-up, dude. Yeah. Three of those and you're out. Yeah, <laughs> slap on the wrist. Nah, bro, union. You can't fire me. <laughs> I can steal as many feet as I want. Legit. Oh, Jesus. Dude, I'm never 17, 10, motherfucker. Never eat anything from a crock pot. No, but I thought, I thought legitimately you can't eat human meat at this point because we eat so much processed food that it's like you will instantly get like some mad cow type shit. I Probably. believe it. 
Think about all the parasites that are probably in your body. Well, they'd already be in there, right? If I'm yeah, eating so part it of my body. Matter. Yeah, but you I don't know what parasites are in my body. And if you're eating oh, my oh, fucked see, up taco yeah. meat foot, then... I'm still thinking about like eating a toe of mine Bro, or something. eating the tacos fell off. would be so sick right now. Like your own meat taco? Yeah, whatever. This is like Steve hungry meat. edition of... Episode 10 I, is just I'm hungry I'm not really hungry. I just had, I just had a, a wonderful Father's Day lunch. I ate that donut, but I'm pretty fucking hungry. And you want that I might make some popcorn. Oh, nice. Dude, that'll be a good lunch break. We'll this have isn't a bowl break. of stuff you just ate? That was... Uh, how big is that bowl? <laughs> and there are three of is us. Is this going to be cut from the pod? <laughs> no. It has to be. It has to be. No, long chicken stays in. This isn't even, this <laughs> yeah, isn't even off track. We're like... This is like bus Another station <laughs> conversation. I just realized I never went to hobby thing. So, okay, I, what's I, your I never hobby? so I've been working... Now that we're done, oh, we're over Terry. long chicken. <laughs> Terry, what have you been working on? You're saying that as if I'm going to cut this whole thing. And <laughs> Ta- I'm hey, right hey, Terry, hey, what have you been working on? <laughs> oh, yeah, what have I been working on? Um, so I, I made that thing at your house. That's kind of what I've been working on. So I made a great unclean one out of uh, spray insulation, yes. a, a, a wasp. Dryer lint. So a dry, dryer lint, a wasp hive. A wasp hive that I pulled <laughs> off of uh, Gage's gutter. And then an actual uh, great unclean one staff. Which was just yeah, you were the almost all box. the way done, and Lucian's like, "Hey, you should use this." And you're like, like, "All right, oh, cool." <laughs> yeah. And then his arm came out the best of all, and I kind of learned some techniques to do with the spray insulation towards the end that I could like really make it look super drippy. I think it still looks really drippy, and I think it'll look good. My hardest thing, the hardest thing, I'm like, I'm struggling to get the contrast up where it doesn't look so dark. It goes like back and forth between looking like Fruit Loop bright, yeah. yeah. And then looking really dark, and I'm like, "Fuck, I can't." Get I meant this to send ground. you a video from uh, Wel- Welton Weltenbauer Club. You, oh. I think I, you've seen a couple of his videos. I sent maybe you. he's he's fucking crazy. He's got a crazy aesthetic, but um, he just did like a T Rex thing that I think fell into the same color like volume as what you had, and yeah. he like fixes it. So, oh, great, that's like perfect. Yeah. I, you know. I bet you I will be done with this model by the time this podcast comes out, uh, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully, I can just get it done. But it's going to be, I guess, for this forty k Nurgle army that's just been like slowly developing, making stuff with like toys. You're just addition, you're just baby. It. Yeah. So we'll see. It's probably going to be mostly like smash bashed and fucking scratch built. But yeah, yeah. So that's what I've been working on. Hell yeah. The um. The the rest of the army. What are you? What do you? What medium are you going to use? Given that everything else has been just found fucking garbage. Dude, no, this is perfect opportunity for you to like experiment more with the expanding foam because yeah, you could definitely do like well, little globs I was gonna and blobs. Oh, you could make like Blake Kings and like little versions yeah. of him, and then just put like the silly little arms on him and everything. But that's not an option in forty k. I mean, I don't care. I'll like just make them count as something else. Like, yeah, uh, yeah whatever the the Blight Lord Terminators, right? They can be. Oh yeah, dude. As long as they're on the right base size, nobody's gonna give 100%. a shit. One hundred percent. Some freaking cannons to them. I'll make them look like Princess Bubblegum from Adventure Time. If What's you that all look are familiar. like? Is that it's a, just like, that a, like a kind of a cloud? I think sort of. She's she's like a brat in the. In the a show. brat, Ooh. yeah, she's like the princess. Ooh. She's, she's bratty, know. huh? Yeah, but she's like a blob of bubble gum. I'll bring up a she's picture. Kind of cute. Yeah, put it. This will be on. Oh, speaking of which, speaking of which, did the YouTube thing? Is it officially live? Uh, it it will be. 
in like 30 minutes once we're done recording. <laughs> oh, nice. I need to do it, press the live button from a computer, not my phone. But yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, it's good I, to go. Princess Bubblegum is not who I was thinking of. Princess Bubblegum. No, you were thinking of LSP. Yes. See. Is yeah. that it? Lumpy, LSP? Lumpy Space Because Yes. These Literally, thank you. Cartoon characters that you guys are horned up for? No. I don't think I'm horned up for. But I mean, she, Princess Bubblegum is so wholesome. She's just yeah. a nice lady. She's real yeah, cute. I she's like, like that. She's cool, too. She's like uh, you're, tough. You're, I don't think you're going to be horned up for LSP either. But no, LSP rocks. Lumpy Space. So yeah, just like that. That'll be my Blight Lord Terminators. Will just be Lumpy Space Princess. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> like uh, what's his name on uh, the? I know last episode when we were talking about like I just wanted to make some freak shit army. I was talking about um, the fucking guy who uses just like actual garbage and toys. Uh, five header? Uh, no, I mean five header rocks too. Uh, yeah. Did you see me punishing five header in, in the Discord? I did. And he's like, y- are you happy? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, please post pictures of these please. bottles. I need to see them. I need to Hold see on. them. But that would also be good. Like you some might. hot glue on there. Mutant modifiers. Who I was talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah He's yeah. the god. So oh yeah, it's hard to top mutant modifier. But I can oh, steal some rocks. ideas from him yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That's the style I was talking about yeah. last episode. And it just never dawned on me. Uh, so we got a package from a package. Canadian friend Rory here from the guy, the Rat a Boy, friend of the pod. A What's true it say on there? It says a true lord. It says other side. Rat boy minis. He lives at. <laughs> <laughs> beep 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 just beep kidding. beep. Just joshing. It says something special for some super cool degenerates, and then it has the chaos, uh, undivided logo. Love that. Be careful, chaos. Steve, I'm only careful. All right? Is that a letter yes. opener or just a knife? That is just this a, is knife. a steak knife. That is a. Steak That's not a steak knife. knife. This is a steak. Knife. He doesn't know. He doesn't eat know. steak. I have a nice steak knife story I can tell you not on the air after this. Well, let's say it Ooh. on uh, Patreon. Well, why can't we talk about it right now? I guess we'll talk about it after. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Steak knife story. Thank you, Rory. Steak knife story. Ooh, and this is uh, wrapped in a nice cinnamon checks. checks. Oh, that sounds good. Wow, that's actually in a pretty good French. idea. It oh, is, uh, dude, I love Canada. cinnamon checks. All right. Oh, oh shit. there's a lot of oh, shit. Oh yeah? my god. I'm gonna open Rory, this. you're a madman. This there's a letter. Oh. What's it's, it say? You gotta hold on, hold oh, on. I don't want to make sure nothing falls out. Is yeah, it to me? It says hi Is Steven it to me? and Tear E Gage and Phil. Hope this gets to you safe and sound. Some hive scum love letter zines. Wishing you all the best. Cheers, Rory. What a wow. a little rat face guy. Oh, oh, I can't cool. really see that. And then we open it up. Here, what do we got in little, here? The rat face guy? Oh yeah, I see him. Whoa, that is cool. Isn't that's that? crazy. Yeah, that's a great drawing. It, I'm. I think I broke edge on the amount of sharpie that was used in this. Wow, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Can anyone Damn. decipher what is going on? It looks like three dudes yep. standing maybe over dudes. a book. Maybe is that a book? That might be me all the way over. That there. looks like a. That looks like a. That looks like a. Looks like a computer monitor. No, it's a. Uh, it's what are the shield yeah. things you put up when you're the the DM? game master screen? Is it yeah, DM game screen? DM screen? It looks oh like. yeah, yeah. oh I kind of awesome. see it. Yeah, I still love that though. The green. And this is this the GM right here? Well, uh, this, this is, is real abstract here. I don't know what's going on. It's crazy, Roy. This rocks. Yeah, Roy, you're high amazing. off the sharpie fumes. Yeah, I'm really high right now. <laughs> I'll pass that to you. Maybe uh, maybe Gage can even post this yeah. the oh, picture oh. and if there will be photos. Yeah. Okay. Oh, check these out. Oh, what are these? So these are the zines he had mentioned. Oh wow. Oh, okay, this is really cool. Oh, I love the art on them. Here you go, Phil. 
Whoa, what? No way. This is so sick. So, so oh my God. Do they God. all say the same thing? You want to read it, Terry? Because I think they all are the same. I think yeah, so the these same. are the, besides the beautiful drawing that Rory made us, we have a whole bunch of these really great <laughs> hive scum zines. Wait, hold on. Go back to the cover. Do you see? Do you see the little word bubble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little what is that? A little space fuck marine. Those it guys. Says, fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. He's saying. And then yeah, it's all using like different. So this is when he was cutting up when we yes. he he had taken pictures of him cutting up that uh, codex or the rule book. Oh man, that sharpie smell is crazy. It is crazy. I thought you were just messing around. It is so sharpie. <laughs> oh, I might leave that outside for a little bit. Finding your seat at the oh. Cran Eaters Table of Wargaming, a positive and creative <laughs> community brought to life by passion, oh, will and determination. Oh, this is don't great. need nothing else. else. Dude, this is that's, really that's great. Sexy yeah, woman, space marine. When God doesn't save you, hive scum will. It's a guard. <laughs> sorry, right. it's a woman guard, not a marine. Huh. Come on. The oh, I'm sorry that women can't be space marines, Phil. Okay, that's all right. The juxtaposition of the visceral placenta to the beauty of the newborn. I don't know what that means. I'm too stupid for that, but that sounds cool. All images brazenly stolen. You don't understand the the juxtaposition between a beautiful newborn child and the the nasty placenta that comes with it? I do. All right. Have you delivered (laughs) a baby, Phil? So many. I'm a doula. (laughs) Logata? Yeah, nice one. Oh, I love this. Long chicken. This is all cool. images brazenly stolen from Warhammer 40k Long core chicken. books. These are great. So th- these this are. Rocks. Oh, yeah, these Rory, are beautiful. You Rory. are so cool. We love Thank you. you so much for this. How many are there now? There is probably ten. We, we should. Uh, I'm going to throw some of these in with some of the the hive scum shirt oh, orders. I want to keep yeah, this one's for you. Steve. Whoa, whoa! There's more. Since this you is were amazing. jelly of Dylan's Termy. Oh, dude, that's sick. Wow. Oh, we got some night lord. Night lord Terminator. That's wow. so cool. That is really cool. Ave Dominus Nox. This is awesome, man. Rory, you rock. Absolutely. Yeah, if you guys awesome. don't know Rat Boy Rory, you should uh, say Rat Boy Minis. Rat Boy yeah. Minis. Matt, Rat Boy Minis on Instagram. Go give him a follow. <laughs> amazing. Oh, yeah. The Sharpie smell is just blowing us away. Where'd that go? Amazing artist. This. Amazing okay. person. What's the. Solid dude. Yeah. Was just like a totally solid person, just like a really, really great human being. Somebody that I didn't like, I kind of knew who we were going to meet this year at Adepticon, but I Rory was not. Rory was a surprise. Yeah, and like I, mean, I knew he was coming. Did you? He no, asked me like fifty times, like, "Oh, do you want anything three D printed for Adepticon?" And I kept thinking, "Oh yeah," and then I just would never get back to him about what I wanted because I couldn't decide. <laughs> no. He's yeah, Rory rocks. Yeah, thank you so much again, Rory. This is amazing. Can't wait to chill, whenever yes. that may be. The Calgary Mordheim Open. The Calgary Stampede. Not yeah. Nemo. Not Nemo. Cal- Not Maybe Nemo. Maybe. I mean, definitely Adepticon. Maybe Zemo. he'll come out to Nemo. Maybe. He can come. There's a place for him to stay. Before we go to the questions from the Hive, we need to break down the AOS campaign. We should dive into that. Where should we start? I just want to so know. So we had, yeah, we had two, two of the four games. There's eight people in the, uh, in the, uh, the Steve, campaign. Stop playing footsies with. There's me. eight people. Even that's pretty good. Eight people. Well, I mean, I guess Jake is is nine, but but you don't need even numbers to play. No, and no, you'll no have but some if I if I am play. writing, we'll just do 
do pairings. Yeah, it's not and like you just there's do a, a secondary pairing. You know, it's not yeah. like there's a bracket. Yeah, but I'm saying if I'm writing a unique campaign or a unique scenario. Yeah. I'm writing. That's what I'm saying. Just add an extra pairing with another random person. Or yes. a, a so, so that a person. random person has to play twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or All somebody right. gets a buy. Like you know, you'll have like somebody just going. Because I feel like it's hard enough to get people to play one game well, a month, let alone saying yeah. this is your month that you got to play twice. So yeah. this, I'm a I'm a one game a month kind of guy. Yeah, I know you. Are. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of comes into the. The first game you play is what really matters. That should be the narrative focus yeah. of the games that we play each month. And anything else that you play is not narrative unless it's like, oh, I have to play Jake. That yeah. has to be narrative focused. Yeah. So I don't so think there's any harm in two yeah, people yeah, yeah. Or, or one person you. playing two games. Yeah, but I'm saying that's a thing where I have to design a another scenario. Though. Just recycle some of the old ones and just reskin them. That's true. I guess I could go real low effort with it. Yeah. Now, I had a question just about the scenario. So are you basing a lot of those off pre-existing like, scenarios from the book and kind of mm, modifying them? Yes. I mean, I'm taking some sort of like repeating elements. Um, like, for example, uh, the game that Steve and Brandon played, Brandon's uh, win condition was for the game to end with none of Steve's guys within 12 inches from his uh, his his little pyramid there. He was going okay. to fail horribly with that. And it it listen, in my head, I was worried that you weren't that your win condition was going to be more difficult than Brandon's. Oh, I I, I it, agree it was that it was going the to be the exact harder. opposite of what I thought it was. So Brandon's like I said, Brandon's win condition was to keep someone outside of 12 inches. That's that's like a win condition. That's a like that's for beastmen. That's one of their chosen uh Okay, yeah. Grand strategies, will, which is just like a, a win con thing. Twelve inches is far. That Twelve is inches is pretty big, far. Is yeah. Big radius, yeah. yeah. Um, Especially so that was his win condition, it. and then uh, Steve's win condition was to kill all of Brandon's wizards. And Brandon had yeah. three, and I was like, well, I mean, if he like spreads them out or does this or that, like, there's no way Steve will be able to get to all of them. And then when Steve was very clearly about to get all of them in like a single combat, Brandon's Holy like, we're fleeing. I, I killed so the, two of them. Damn. Two, yeah. And then the one of them was not quite dead. He was So close. Brandon fled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just ran up with your freaking like oh, yeah. big guys well, and just crushed him down? Brandon, he made some tactical errors. He deployed some, terribly, right? Yeah. So again, with his, with his win condition being... Keep them outside of twelve inches of your pyramid. You would want to just turtle your guys yeah. around the pyramid. Keep them around the pyramid. Legit, put the yeah. pyramid in the corner and build out from yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. He just didn't didn't really do that. Oh, really? He just kind of <laughs> yeah. like marched forward. He yes. lined his guys up. Yeah, like they were in the damn Gettysburg. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he also teleported his trog. Teleported his guy to the back. Which I mean, that's that's just like a thing that you do with that. But like. Sometimes when, when you wizard is the yeah, so when you sometimes you have like a, a neat trick like that up your sleeve and you just want to do it even though yeah. it has it is not at all nothing like, to do with what it's gonna yeah like work. you know like I obviously like with beastmen I can ambush so much shit but sometimes you just don't need to be ambushing yes you know what I mean you need to know when to not use all of the tools at your uh, disposal yeah you like know? some of the tools are kind of niche like honestly only probably come up and. Like yeah. a few games select that you play. Yeah, it's yeah, a it's yeah. a thing that like you know you have strategic flexibility by teleporting this one guy over here. Like, well, yeah. you don't need to do that. He's perfectly fine standing where he is. You he know, also that did sort of it thing. against like he teleported behind like my butcher, which is a beast in combat and a spellcaster and a unit of gluttons. So like 
they just charged him, and I think he died before I even had to swing my attack. Yeah. He, he also, to, to his credit, Brandon, a lot of it too is that he was rolling really, really, really bad. Just like I was too, bad, though. It, he, I, he, well, he was playing a spellcaster heavy, oh, sort of, that's okay. what he's doing, and he couldn't, he was failing all of his spell rolls. And I was dispelling, too. That didn't help. Yeah, and you were dispelling. How do you yeah. dispel with the ogres? I have casters. Oh, he has one. Yeah. He has one oh, wizard. Shit. Yeah, cool. And I, I get an extra dispel because of the when I when I'm near my faction terrain, you get a bonus his little spell dice. his little maw pot. Or no, he's he got gets his a reroll. Stew. Yeah. His terrain is that big stew pot, Dude, which is so cool. Yes, but I so wish I had a better model. Now, what does your wizard do, like lore wise? Like the you know, he's like a freaking ogre. Does he he's have like blood magic kind legit. of thing? Oh, yes. oh, that's fucking cool. And then that's there's so the, sick. Then there's the fire belly, which he uses like like breathing smoke and fire into the battlefield to like real shaman. Whoa. Have you yeah, ever have you ever shards. have you ever used a fire belly before? In no, but game? I was looking at their spells and they're kind of sick. They're neat. They seem like j- completely th- thematically like don't fit in with the rest of ogres. It would yeah. be cool if they found a way to make it more so. Well, don't they have some fire dudes? Like, isn't there some like the fire belly? It, well, it's the, so that's one model, right? The fire belly is one. He's guy. a character, yeah. But aren't there like units of like I know there's the dudes with like the guns in their stomachs, right? The gun cannons, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. the lead, so, lead belchers, yeah, the lead belchers. They just carry a fucking well, yeah, they, cannon. They hold oh, I thought they were just that. like literally like a like a weapon sticking out of them. Oh, no, no. That's in my just head, a big that's what belly it is. armor. All the oh, okay, have belly <laughs> <armor>. <laughs> yeah, they're gut plate. So there's no like there's no like flamethrower guys that are like running up with like, fire bombs and no. throwing shit. That would be cool. No, you've got your your. Lead belchers, which are the guys that are walking around with little cannons under their arms, and then you have your the one that's being pulled by a big woolly rhino. I should yeah. kit bash a fire belly with just a flamethrower. Yeah, it'd be, be cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, have like, him lead the the lead belchers. Yeah, sick old school, like weird, like take some stuff off the was it the caradrons, the dwarf guys. Yeah, yeah. take oh, some yeah. stuff off the dwarf guys and like like their weird big guns. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then yeah, that could be a whole like story about how he got this sick gun for like killing dwarves. Them. Yeah. So so anyways, Steve's game went that uh went not how I thought it would. Yeah. Um, so the obviously the idea. So you were plotting against me. No, I wasn't plotting against Dude, you. Well, because I I wanted. Hard. Well, here's the thing. I wanted to make a a you know right scenarios where it was fair for everyone. Gage won, and he won like points wise. You won by quite a bit. Yeah. But it still came down to you both only had a couple models on the table at the end of the game. The very yeah. It the was very, a slobber. The knocker. end of the fifth round. But as far as like points, which again like we're. The the points don't matter narratively. All the points are is essentially it's your just thinking of it as your currency. It's adding to your glory because we're just doing a one for one. It's also your minor victory, victory points. Yeah, yeah, and minor victory, major victory. That's Why don't stuff. you explain that because you didn't really cover how you get those points? Yeah, especially for your custom ones. So a major victory is just if you complete your win condition, which, which yeah, Phil makes. Yeah, I, I I make a a custom win condition so cool. for every. For every um, uh, every battle, and the the people in the battle, the two players will have different win conditions. Yeah. You and Dakota have different win conditions. Which for I'm your, really your excited because that'll yeah. be like a really cool game, I think. And it's based yeah. specifically on the armies that are playing yeah. in the games, the players. Yeah. And Phil has written some really awesome like pre head cannon leading up to the games that has been really great. I'll say Phil Phil explain them because I I'm chomping at the bit to talk about my game. Okay, so I just real quick wanted to hit the narrative on your game. So essentially, it was like you. 
I had left the Olgu forest. Yep. So you wandered. You... you wandered, or no? You uh, you received a vision of where to find gold, After and it I was fucking killed your shaman. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, Steve killed my shaman, and then he received a vision of where to find gold. His his uh, his ogres are obsessed with gold instead of meat, and um, so by a you were bird. you were sent by a little birdie to uh, the the you know the pyramid of the lizard men to to grab some of their oh, stuff. Oh hell yeah! What's Brandon's and, name again? Brandon. I don't fucking Te- know. Tectonic something. Oh no, uh, connect connect four. Or no, connect no, no, no. His army's name. Oh, vol- uh, voltaic tremors. Or yeah, something yeah. Like that. Oh, sick. That's pretty yeah. cool. Um, I hate connect. What was I saying? Connect four. I <laughs> hate it too because it's real. Old. <laughs> yeah, As someone who loves cute. old hammer. Yeah. I hated that about Lizard yeah. Man. Wait, Tic- that's an actual name for a what, thing. What, the Wait, what the actual model's name Tic Tac Toe. Yeah, that's the yeah. old Skink's name. And Brandon okay. renamed his connect. Connect four. Oh my god. Or connect foe. That's so funny. <laughs> Brandon rocks. So so your ogres were going there to steal their gold like directly oh, yeah. from their pyramid. So you guys had like a pyramid out on the battlefield. That yeah. Brandon and the lizard the lizardmen, their pyramids are they're they're starships. They fly away. So oh, uh, you know, yeah. when he fled, they you know, the 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 wizards just jumped on the pyramid and <laughs> oh, okay, so that's like narratively yeah. like what Yeah, they what escaped happened. they escaped on their flying pyramid. I was gonna smash his terrain too. I and was so a, now right. Yeah. And so, so now sad. I gotta figure out, well, where does uh where do these two guys gonna go from here? It definitely it, you know, makes it a little bit more interesting narratively. It kind of allows both of our factions to go anywhere, though, after this game. Yeah. Like, yeah. Him yeah. flying off could end up encountering someone else. I could just be left there with my, you know, yeah. nothing in, nothing there, and then someone comes out no of the gold, woods. No gold, no nothing. Yeah. No. So was there anything specifically that didn't feel right? Because I know there's a few things we had to amend while we were playing. I think the only thing we really had to amend was the him fleeing. Yeah, how to rule that. I feel like something else. Yeah, came I don't know. Why I didn't. I didn't anticipate that because you know the way the way that I'd I'd written it. You know, you need to achieve a win condition to get the victory to get you know the extra points and you know obviously that's going to affect how the narrative gets written. But, but besides that, I think everything was good. Yeah. I, I felt like when you said I had to kill all his wizards, I definitely thought, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm going to just have to try and shoot for the minor victory and hold the objective. Yeah. Your guys hit so fucking hard. Dude, it is insane. The couple of games I played against you, I'm like, okay, I think I can hold out over these ogres. And they just, they they bowl over anything but you, you put in front you of you weren't playing against me how you have to play against me. Like, there, Brandon did the right thing where he charged me before I could charge him. And that is a hundred percent. Like, if okay. you have the option, you charge me before I can attack first. Yeah, because his whole his whole army, the way that it works, is it's based on just trampling over you. So yeah. if you get the jump on him, I just have my attack. He's really neutered. Like right. when I charge you, I for say I roll an eight for my for my charge range. Yeah. No matter how close or far away you are, if I roll an eight, I get to roll eight dice to try and deal mortal wounds on a four up on a unit of gluttons. Yeah, so you roll an eight. On average, you're doing four unblockable wounds. Just off the rip. Which, against infantry heavy armies like yours and mine, that's half of our unit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Terry, it's a lot better because, you know, skeleton hordes, if you reinforce all your skeletons, like... It's not uh, gonna matter. Excuse me, zombies, excuse me zombies. Oh, I'm, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. I wasn't gonna Come correct. Yeah. Zombies and skeletons play very differently. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. My bad. Playing dead walkers. <laughs> okay, and so then last night, Gage had his game against Sam, friend yes. of the pod, Sam. So how'd that go? 
What uh, happened with that? So the narrative was set up uh, that there were these arcane pylons that my my army wanted to do a ritual on to kind of uh, take and absorb this this energy, kind of learn from it, kind of steal it, etc. And we were kind of setting up for it. And I don't remember how Sam got there. So the the bad moon flies overhead. The from what I understand, the lore for Gits is they're just trying. They're ch- literally chasing the moon because they think eventually they'll be able to catch up to it. This is so cute. So as the moon is just <laughs> going across lore. the sky, <laughs> you know your your That's ritual amazing. was just happened to be in the path right. of the goblins, and they were like, "Oh fuck! Well, well now we're here. We're gonna fight." And my guys were like, "Shit, we need to defend the pylons." So. I would almost think they didn't even care that you were there. Well, yeah, they didn't because because <laughs> because uh, Sam's win con was to just be under the light of the bad moon. You were just in his for, way. Yep. Essentially, <laughs> Amazing. yeah. Amazing. I love and that. And because, you know, for, for people who don't understand, the, the mechanic, the main mechanic of, of those goblins is that uh, the moon moves across the from one corner of the table to the other. It tries to. It, it tries. tries to, yeah. <laughs> and uh, when you're under it, when you're standing under it, uh, you gain, like, a set of bonuses. And so, you know... The wincon was the wincon was to just have half have half of of, yeah. of the units under the moon at any at the end of each turn. Oh, now cool. was that half of remaining units? Yes. Okay. So as as units were dying, it was you know, and we rounded down just to make it a little bit easier, and it was pretty damn close. It right. came down to the the bottom of of turn five with 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 literally yes, only two units left on the table. Major victory. Yes. Oh. So so also the right before we kind of went into our path to glory two point with with Phil's rules. I still rolled allies from the last time we were playing. So I've been slowly working Sylvaneth in. Oh shit, that's and I, cool. I I kept cuz I the whole point of the the whole reason I'm playing this army is I just want to run the damn uh, the yeah, the the Cronspine. Cron yeah, yeah. So I I kept bashed the spirit of Durthu. I made him the spirit of Thondia and he's just holding the skull of the the Gur incarnate. Is he going to turn into Gur? No, exactly. I think he's just going to literally be like, here you go, and kind of drop it off. But um, so, Are you close? Are you getting closer? Yeah. Actually, after last night, I have one yeah, more. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to count how much glory you have. Right. Uh, well, I brought my shit so we can do the homework. But, yeah, um, yeah. So I was going to run them last night, but Sam unfortunately didn't have enough points. Mm. So I kind of just put them behind the tree line. And so they're just watching they're just from watching. the sideboard. So with that in mind of what Phil's narrative was, I kind of spun it a little bit being like, all right, my guy, the 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 Sylvaneth actually, because I had a branch witch and the spirit of Thondia, they literally brought my army to the pylons, and they're like, "If you can, oh, if you can yeah. do this, we're gonna now show you where the heart of Gur is." Oh, sick! And I was like, I really need to win this because at this point, it would just be three narrative missions in a row where it's like you're gonna find out where the heart is, and then I die, and then find out where the heart is, and I die, and I was like, "Well, fuck, I need to win this one because." Now I'm just like, yeah, you're being written into a corner. <laughs> yeah, like no matter what, like a, they're just it's never like a monster find of it. the week episode. Yeah, every time that you play a game. So thankfully, I won. So I have, I think, technically, with the the uh, the quest for unlocking the Cronspine, I have one more victory to do, and I saved a really easy quest for that. So I can hopefully just get that, even if I get stomped by ogres or something. So cool. <laughs> so, so the now, game, though. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, it was uh it was sick. I had no complaints about the game. The mission was was awesome. I yeah. just had to I had to have three pylons at the end of the game. Um the yeah, only thing I would five. say, Phil. Yeah. Getting uh because we technically both achieved a major victory. 
right? Or no, no, Sam didn't. Sam got a minor. Sam didn't get anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was almost because of Sam being able to to respawn guys with the the goblin yeah. shenanigans. Um. Do you think, as the as the storyteller, the GM here, that it makes sense for both players to be able to achieve a, a major victory, or do you think, like, would that be declared a draw, or would that be that actually is something that I'm I'm still unsure of, and I do think technically, about... me and Brandon both could have had our major victories. Correct. We we were if, yeah. That's why at the end of the game at round four, Sam and I would have gotten both major victories. Yeah, but the fact that it went another round. Right. My and... my great swords just did what they do. But like, what's wrong with that? I mean, if the game is necessarily about nothing. winning and losing, I, like, exactly from it from a narrative standpoint, feels nice. Yeah. Well, well, like I said, your major victory, you just get an extra five glory, right? And yeah. then obviously in the post game, you get even more glory. Yeah. For, but I think I think looking at it the way, like, no one, you're losing a game, but you're you're still winning. Yeah. There's like, no. Right, yeah. Right, we're, tr- we're trying to make right. it said. There's no. There's no material. Difference between winning and losing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it'll affect your narrative. And if you win, it's likely that you got more uh, glo- more currency, yeah, more essentially, to yeah. spend. But there's no... But yeah. the Spoils of War, though, that's com- that the came The Spoils up. of War, that is a thing, yes. Yeah. So there's custom rewards for the games. Steve, because he won his, you have a uh, you have I, one free territory that you can claim. I can either upgrade a territory or oh, get shit. A, yeah, I saw you know, that. one that I discover. Yeah, which is really cool. And then Gage uh, can either he can choose to add a spell or a a character to his roster, now, oh, like you, a foot character. Very do you cool. just pick those, or do you have them on a list and you like? I'm th- thinking about it, looking at people's army okay. composition models you that be I writing know, this down. Models that I know they have. I don't need to write shit down. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like a DM thing. I mean, they're not yeah. like writing down all of their stuff. No, but it's like good content. For like, oh, we let's run a new campaign in the future. What do we yeah. have to reference? Oh, all this stuff that Phil already wrote. Or when Phil yeah, publishes yeah. his Age of Sigmar hack for Under the Dice distribution. Right? I guess, yeah. It's going to be a pretty long hack. <laughs> I'm going to have to write it for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say, um, the, the, the option, just as a player, even from like DMing an actual RPG, you, you never want to be like, okay, you're pigeonholed into this this thing. Yeah. And, and at first, when you initially said it to me, I thought I had to pick a, a character. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is like, that's not really what I want for my roster. But you were like, no, character or in the spell. Yeah. And uh, in Path to Glory, getting you can only unlock a fucking in the spell if you do that quest. The quest is the only yeah. way. Well, that's it's the, the yeah, literal that's exactly only way to I do mean. it. Like there's yeah. cer- certain things like... Um, Does it make it free? Uh, no, the no, you still it's still in the points. points. It's just you have access to it. Yeah, and so the things like with the 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 spoils of war, the mag, that's an addition. Like that doesn't have to adhere to your um, you know, like your army building limits. That because I kind of want to do away with that sort of like you know how they have the order of battle or whatever. How like you can only use or take this, yeah. that, and the other thing. Like yeah. I don't, I don't want, yeah, I don't, I don't want people to feel restrained by that. I think like if you want to just pay. X amount of glory to reinforce a unit, like you don't need like an extra reinforcement slot, yeah, or like investing in extra reinforcement. See, I'm the opposite. I love that shit. Then you're welcome to keep yeah. going with yeah. that. Oh, I am, and I mean like it, especially with my own self restraint of doing humans and only that's, in cities, and that's probably how I'll keep doing it too. Right, right. It it that part of it is what's exciting to me. It's like oh, now the thing I can too is do it, this. it it um it at least gives you a little bit of guideline for narrative too, because say like. 
um, you know, I, I want like this free territory. Well, the territory that I chose is not only is it one that has like a, you know, the territory that I, that I need as far as what it allows me to unlock. Cause that's what territories do. They yeah. allow you to unlock an extra, whether it's a, a character, a monster, uh, you know, artillery piece, this, right. that, and allies, thing, et cetera. Et cetera allies. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I choose the territory that I need for that, but then the title of the territory, whether it's old waypoint, ruins, yeah, haunted yeah. forest, that is what'll what'll um uh it kind of gives you a prompt for your narrative. Right, right. You know? I will say Instead I Instead of just rolling waste every time. Yeah. yeah. Like I have a I have a one of the uh things that I rolled was old crossroads. Yeah. Crossroads is what you get in order to unlock allies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something that I could work in my narrative if I want to start adding allies. I was just going to say, like, I love unlocking the unlocking aspect of stuff, like getting endless spells and stuff. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, I'm unlocking it, and then I have to pay points to use yeah. it, which is... I don't know why it feels so bad to me, but I'm like, oh, I, I don't even care to do that. I think for you personally, you you have such a large force so fast because that's how you invested your points. Yeah, I put all my points in getting guys. So you you playing against people that have less of a of roster size than you. Yeah, that's me. All my points went into like I you know I think I can muster like three thousand points worth of yeah. stuff. Where I did the opposite. I made the glory. I made my with our original hack of destiny points. I made my hero a fucking ass beater. Yeah, his and hero cleared out dozens of goblins. Dozens last night. of goblins last just night. Just soloed them. 12, 12 goblins in one hit. I, I was didn't like, even take mine last game. But that's what I'm saying. So from the <laughs> rest in peace, that fly. So from the perspective of like your roster, you can clearly tell that you've just went super wide. Where I went super tall and kind of investing my points and just one my, guy. Yeah, my one guy hits like a truck. My great swords hit fucking unstoppable. Especially with our other homebrew of everyone kind of. Picking a unit to get more points, renown. Uh, everyone has picked great swords every time, so my great swords oh, are just like oh enemy. yeah, they're yeah. like veteran level three at this point. Yeah, I almost every unit that I take to games is so you can tell people if if they're maxed out, you tell people that it can't be. They are now as of or I think as of last night. I think you I need get like one thirty more points. Everyone has picked great swords every game you have played. Every single time they're like, wow, they really surprised me with your shitty old codex. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Thank you. It hit hard. I mean, yeah. they definitely did the most yeah, last night. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I just like yearn for that like little touch of like extra customization yeah. bullshit. Yeah. No, I'll, I, ne- I know I'll never get it. Well, that's the thing too is that like it, you like everyone everyone in the well the other thing too is that everyone in the group is looking for something different if you start adding layers of this and that someone like terry who is much more hobby focused is like the you know you're throwing more stuff out there the more it is alienating for someone who is more brandon will never care about all the war gear that you want for your guys which is like whereas you don't want the tactical aspect that brandon wants from his his uh, but you force. would think that it would almost go hand in hand of like, oh, tactical, I have kind more of. options, I can do more stuff. But it's like the, oh, I've unlocked the one magic item artifact that my faction has that I could care about because only one guy can have it anyway. So I'm not going to bother unlocking any other artifacts. I'm not going to bother unlocking any other 
I will spells, say, like Age of Sigmar as a whole could definitely use more artifacts. I yes. think I think there should yeah. be like a general use well, library. I think that's what I've yeah. been saying. Well, that's how it, like you, that's how it used to be. Exactly right. with fantasy right. battle, like a hundred freaking magic weapons that anyone yeah. can I think buy. That like, sort of stuff is what because I know like we don't we don't care about balance, but yeah, right. That is what makes it hard to balance. Like when you look at how like how hard they're working at overhauling tenth edition forty k, every army. If you look at their codex, they have four enhancements to choose from, and they are not even specific. I hate that. They're you know it's not like a warlord trait and yeah. a piece of gear. Nope, there are four enhancements that you can take on on characters. They cost it. they cost points. Yeah, but now know, do you think? And now we're really because the more permu- the, the more permutations you add, the more likely it is that someone's going to come up with like a game breaking combo. But like we're not playing that. That's the thing is we are not playing. I think with like a group that is like looking totally. to break the game. Yeah, one hundred percent. No, true. I think the one hundred and twenty zombies is definitely the meta that is going to break the game. I'm hyped to see it. I'm so <laughs> excited to see Terry with a wall of zombies, a, a, a Home Depot bucket of zombies. Yeah, no, I, yeah, we'll, we'll have, no, we got we got to see how it pans out. But um, uh, what was I gonna say? Going back to custom weapons and stuff. No, I mean I was just gonna say the the um the less customization there is, the more of a tactical thinking game. Yeah. The less the game becomes about list building, and the more it becomes about how you're actually how how to to, yeah. It's like playing chess specifically. Like oh, there's only X options, and that's it. It's whoever can. Piloted the yeah. yeah, it's the difference, you know, in an RPG whether like you make clever use of your abilities or whether you just get the best possible gear. But isn't dude that, we need that's kind of counterproductive to like what Warhammer is to me? And well, yeah, know, but, it's not my game, but right. it's like these every faction is different. Every faction has their own options. But yeah. Oh yeah, no, and I agree. I would like there to be more, but I also understand the the conundrum that it creates. Yeah, I mean, but maybe should, they should worry less about like stratagems and all that bullshit, and like get back to. No like, one is even has stratagems anymore. I know because it fucking sucked. But could we like as a group because we aren't necessarily like super focused on yeah, yeah. winning or losing or whatever. Um, like, what if you came up with you're like, okay, I want my dude to have like a fucking sick sword, giant fucking sword made from the fucking tooth of Kron's spine or some shit. It's just some crazy fucking thing, and. uh like, what if we just came up with, okay, this thing is going to cost this much extra points. This is it's literally something I've this. been pitching. It was in the last issue of Unreal And then, like, Dice. Phil is our GM, you know? Like, and so, and then, yeah, if it ends up being too powerful, it's like, then Phil, as the GM, can be like, now, like, that's going to have to cost a little bit more than 70 additional yeah. points. Like, that's going to need to be 120. Yeah. Like, anvil of apotheosis for weapons. Yeah, but, like, just for us. Not it's like even. things just that, like, created custom items. things you want. Yeah. Like, flaming swords. You yeah. can put it, and this is something I texted Phil the other night, and it's, like, hard to be like, yeah, we'll just put that into the game. It's going to be something we have to look at. But it's, like... But it's also fun. You're... Your unit of skeletons. Well, there's a champion in that unit of skeletons. Yeah. Why can't he have a magic item instead totally. of the plus one attack? That's it. And it's like, like he costs twenty extra points now, or whatever, or whatever the 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 price of the weapon, because that weapon could be equipped to that skeleton champion or yeah. a black knight champion or the vampire lord that you run a secondary of instead of Mitan. You know. Yeah. And if it's unbalanced, then it's like you can either strip it or be like, all right. Like, I think that's. that's gonna have but to even cost if it was balanced, yeah. again, there's that's another like. For a certain type of player, that's another like. Oh, we got to remember a different like right. stat block to roll when we're. But that's 
don't you think it it's, it goes kind of back to the Mordheim thing or other, any game where it's you should know your army? Like why I don't totally. I don't go into any game being like I know what Gage is playing. Yeah, yeah totally. I don't give most a shit of what our, Gage is playing. Yeah, but like, the thing is, because it sucks. A lot of our people don't know their armies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm saying like why too. start adding stuff? Yeah, but like it's it there as an option, not as yeah, like yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I want to care if Steve had like a, a sick ass beater weapon as long as I know he's paying more points for it. Got and you, it's cutting got down you, on yeah, the amount of gut thrusters. I think that that leans into, I mean, back to kind of what Phil was saying and what I was saying. It. With the Anvil of Apotheosis, you kind of have that anyway. But yeah. as Phil said, a certain type of player, I think, still wouldn't even prefer to play that. We have we, we can say it. We can say who it is. I, I, I'm just saying, just because Brandon doesn't want to care about Steve's uh, flaming sword. I mean, I don't like the Anvil I feel like I've right. loudly I said I don't care yeah. for Anvil No, I know. Apotheosis. At this point, we only have, what, three people using an AOA hero, I think? I think so. You, yeah, I think Terry, probably. me. Yeah. Dakota, I, I, he hasn't no, I think yet. Sam Sam is still using. Yes, Sam using is still everything. using. And I use mine. I just so bought from the, his the hobby perspective. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, dude, I was going to tell you, Battle Standard just got three of those in. What? Wait, three of what? The like fucking Stonehorn guys? The Stonehorns? Yeah, just the mounts. See, I want... I don't want a Stonehorn. Oh, okay. I want the fucking... Well, I the mouth of whatever the fuck from Gut Rippers. Yes, I want to put my guy on that. I the figured you had one there for a little bit. bash the fuck out of him. That's the only reason I... I appreciate it. I'll probably yeah, if anyone has one yeah. of those Age of Sigmar orc, the th- the big vulture mount, please hit me up. I desperately want one. It can be built. It can be painted. Yeah. I don't want to pay a lot of money, but I will <laughs> trade you, and yeah. I will give you up to like probably $40 and maybe some trade. Just let me let me know, please, because I really want one. Yeah, it would be sick. Yeah, I just think that like I don't need to know what Steve's army is necessarily doing. I, are you saying you're worried about... like? All of a sudden, I'm playing against Steve and his no, one character. Well, not even. Me I guess. Apart. I get. Well, no. I guess it's if you don't want to add this extra level of customization, you don't have to. But I'm saying, I just feel like if you are already like feel over your head trying to learn the game, adding yeah. this much more depth to oh, it yeah. is like. Like I don't want anyone to feel any more like overwhelmed. Yeah, by you're it, learning you know level I mean? three shit when you haven't even cleared but level I one. I wouldn't like. Like I personally wouldn't add it to my list just because because of that because I literally don't know how to play yeah <laughs> and it's like it would just be like I'm in over my head I already have to strip stuff down yeah but for somebody like uh, or like let's go back to your friend Jacob like let's say he wanted to do I want trolls that also work with like Stormcast like I making, would never allow that you he, don't think so like making custom kind of rules no I for personally him to be able to I do personally that. will put my foot down and say you cannot mix. Oh, uh, if he's doing some orders, like, weird destruction. You, you cannot chaos. mix destruction and and uh, and order together. All right, I will well, not allow that in the narrative. Damn, I'm starting a new league where we can uh, mix orders. Let's go. Oh my god, I, I can't. I don't have time for two leagues. <laughs> <laughs> I still have to play my first game <laughs> with this league. This is the most tabletop discussion we've probably no, ever but had. it's great. And hives <laughs> But going back to what we were talking about, it came up in the Discord the last week, and and we talked about how AOS is like if we had to pick one game, we would pick AOS. And there was a lot of conversation about like why would that be the game that we picked. So besides the hundreds of thousands of dollars of research that has gone into designing this like really really awesome game, yeah. the fact that like you can take something like this game, like AOS, that is so complicated, and then do things like this, like hack it up, smash it up and be like i don't need to follow the rules as long as i have a play group that's open yeah to the there's idea there's enough there's enough meat there for you to the to, exactly. uh, cook yeah. it however you want to cook totally. it totally right. yeah. i i've said it before i wrote i rewrote all the lures of magic 
from Warhammer Fantasy Battle Seventh Edition for Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. It's all converted into like terms, mortal wounds, like transferred to make yeah. sense. Under the of dice Sigmar. issue five. Yeah, no, I, I only did one of the lores in issue five, but okay. yes, I did do it. Yeah. It was the lore of death, which that's what inspired me to do the whole thing was the Hemlock uh, maneuver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. Every <laughs> no, day. I know you're talking about <laughs> no, the, the, the fucking necromancer. Every, every yeah. The necromancer from old oh Heinrich Kemmler. Yes, thank yeah, you. dude, he rules. There's a whole. There was an old White Dwarf article, which I keep in my truck. I think you would probably love this guy, And uh, I know about him just from that Vampire Counts book that you gave me last time. He rocks. Yeah, but it's very cool. There was a, a Lord of, or a lore skin, of Death. Skin jacket, I think he has. There's a Lore of Death in an old White Dwarf, and I was reading it. I'm like, this is sick. Like, this is so... Like, just the... I, I Like, made me remember all the Lore's magic and everything when I used to play. It made me want to try and see if it could convert over, and it was really easy to do. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to go do all the lores of magic and totally. just compile it, and now it just sits in a Google Drive. But, yeah. Now, going off of what I uh, like kind of said before, it's also like we are extremely lucky to have this group. Like, the fact that we can have nine people that are semi-local that. Yeah. that are, like, open to being like, I want to make a weird army that's really customized to myself and, like, figure out how to, like, run it and how to run games. And, and then... Phil doing all of this work to come up with customized scenarios that aren't just like copy and paste of like the very basic GW ones, but have like specific cool narrative Mm -hmm. focus. Like we're really lucky. (laughs) And you would, and people listening to this would need to build that in their own community. I I would say to a certain extent, you could technically do all of the, the cutting and editing to Age of Sigmar to another game and, and kind of have the same vibe as this. But like you said, this game's been around for a little bit, and they, yeah. they kind of know what they're doing. Uh, it's not a bad game. No, no we're just hacking easy. it. Yeah, we're just hacking it to to give it that layer of complexity that we want. And then at this certain point, I mean, it, you're you're a game designer at this point, Phil. You know what I mean? Like, so are you, Steve? It's just you're you're adding this this level that you want to make it work. It's just trying to balance it within our group, not necessarily balance in like a game terms, but yeah. the the ebb and flow of. Of our our play group in is a balance. So yeah, yeah, and knowing like people should know, and this is where I think people get stuck in the weeds where they're like, I like this game and I follow the rules to a T. Like people really need to be like, here's here's your permission, listeners. Bro, Brandon forgets a lot. Break it all. The thing is, (laughs) tear it apart. So many people are they're only playing with like strangers or pick up games with with casual acquaintances. So. You could when you imagine? don't have that level of familiarity with someone, you like agreeing upon like you know rules that you're kind of just like pulling out of your ass. Could really you imagine Steve no. coming up to fucking the battle center, being like, "Here's my lords of magic. We're gonna play with this today." And this Brandon's yeah. just like, "I'm not reading this 18 page document." Well, <laughs> I am. So get ready, motherfucker. <laughs> or even, but it's crazy because when I put, when I got back into I mean, for, forget fucking doing it with Brandon, I'm just doing it with like a random person that just plays at yes. the yeah, shop. Yeah, when I got back into Warhammer Fantasy Battle for Eighth Edition before the end time actually happened. Yeah, this I went to the Warhammer Fantasy Battle day and just was looking for an opponent to play with. This motherfucker was like, "Oh, I'll pl- I'll play with you. I play Skaven." I'm like, "Oh, cool. I I got Lizardmen from like when I used to play." He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool." Uh, by the way, this is my rat abomination 
that I kit patch. It was a very cool model. He made yeah, it out of like, green stuff and shit. He's like, yeah, and here are the rules for it. And he like slides over like a printed out paper with some like just art that he took from a book. He's like, yeah, these are the stats. I was like, yeah, cool. Like, don't know what I'm looking at because I hadn't yeah. played 8th edition. It had, had been many years. Wait, did he I just played. make up a thing? He literally made up his own rules for a rap. The rules are like, flip a coin. If you roll heads, uh, you you fucking lose. Brother. Uh, you owe me $5. Brother, uh, <laughs> I unleashed all my slant spells for three turns in a row, threw a Carnosaur at him, and some Temple Guards and two 20 blocks of Source Warriors, and I did not kill it. Yeah. yeah. Like... And, that, and that's bullshit. the balance that we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. We're going to get to a point where you're like, my flaming sword of gut busted energy is going to kind of be like that kid to but I think someone as, well, that I don't you care. allocate so. the right number of points to it and yeah. be like, that sword now costs you 200 fucking points. Like, yes. that's not going to be even right. worth it for Steve to take it. I'm just <laughs> saying, from, from a time invested standpoint, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like, no, the, totally. not, it's not like the Brandon of the group will be like, yeah, I would love to play three games while you figure out what this fucking sword should be. See, also for the record, we love Brandon. We're just yeah, Brandon. Sh- <laughs> we're just shitting no, on this Brandon episode. is like a great person to put. It. Like, it's great that we have Brandon yes. because he yeah. he is the guy that just plays random people yes. at the store. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. and he, he is plays his army player. by the book and yes. wants to know the tactics that his right. army does. Right. And he's not like I want my my dinosaur to have a huge fucking sword. Laser beam. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I want him to have a big old laser beam now. It's like that, Ter- like we are. Yeah. I was going to say, Terry's just mocking himself. <laughs> say, that's, yeah, that's me. <laughs> My idea with the weapons was like very simple, like, oh, you can take a plus one sword of wounding, so add one to your wound rolls for that one model in the unit. Which yeah. you already roll separate dice typically for the extra guy anyway. Like I know Brandon does. He'll take four separate dice for his specific commander and roll that in the pile. Right, right. So it's like it's not that crazy to yeah. be like if you were lifting no, a mechanic really from somewhere else and then kind of just plugging it in for your army, yeah, that'd yeah. be fine. I, I mean, there's still because we kind of got into this at the shop last night, Phil. You were talking about like the, the care drawn over guys, over boys. Oh yeah, they have transports. Yeah, no they're the only, they're the only army in the game so that now, has transports. If yeah, Steve little... is like, here's my my, my little mammoth. hack, my mammoth can people f- no my <laughs> the people <laughs> tuck into the fur and now it's a transport. Yeah. You know what I mean? It kinda takes the balance from one army to another. But in our own game, that doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I just think, like we said, going back to another person, they might not fucking like that. But it's cool like this is the the, the coolest thing about it to me is the Oh, the hive scum path of glory rule set where these are the rules we yeah. play with at home and you can try it in your yeah, group absolutely. and let us know if it's yeah. cool. You can use the mammoth and hide in its fur and the gut busted energy sword. Penis sword. Yeah. Yeah. You watch the movie now, read the book. Grow yeah. up. Yeah, grow up. <laughs> no, but uh you know, going back to being like, Well, what if I gave my sword a plus one of wounding? Like we could do that just literally based off of like how much does that cost in Path to Glory or in AOA in uh, Anvil? Yep. Like that costs two. Let's say two destiny. destiny. It's points. twenty points. It's twenty points. Yeah. And like you could be like, now this guy. I mean, you that, could I make a slew of weapons out of the AOA. <laughs> no, but that could get complicated now that I'm thinking about it. Just like you have like this unit over here that has one particular guy that gets plus one to his saves, and then you have two guys over in this unit, and they both have swords that give plus. <laughs> Two to wounding because I don't think it's that crazy. No, I, that's a lot of the second edition stuff. That's a lot of my codex, to be honest. A lot like, of is like, what like one champion gets an extra dice yes. or like. Uh, I mean, I guess it's true. Like Doom Wolf, if you're my, running Dire Wolves, yeah. Doom Wolf gets an extra attack. Exactly. Vargas, this one you one. still have to track it. You know yeah. what, dude? Honestly, yeah. 
It's and especially with our huh. original AOA conversion points, we used renown to destiny. Yes, renown five destiny. renown equals five renown. one destiny. So five renown technically is ten points worth of value, because one yes. destiny point yes. is ten points. So we could fucking you know what? And at the end of the day, though, it is up We're to write the this discretion of this. Could do. You so could do whatever now. You really need to just write this stuff down. Renown transferring to only if it was like being recorded, we can listen back. That'd but I sick. also think keeping it simple for our first kind of like real like it would yeah. be yeah, nice yeah, to yeah. finish this campaign without any fluff. Yeah, and then the next campaign being like, okay, now we're gonna add this. We extra know we layer can do this. this the By the time we get to the really fourth campaign, it's just gonna be our own game at this point. Yeah. I will say something I wrote down to not forget. The only thing I really don't like about Path of Glory is the lack of missions. Like, what do you mean? I don't, well, well that's tough. what Phil's fixing. And that's what Phil is fixing. Yes. That, yeah. And that's like been my big problem is like yeah. most of the missions, I'm like, I don't even want to do this. Like, so, there's no incentive. Well, they're so basic. We, I went through six games. I got it in my notebook somewhere. But the we went through every single narrative mission in like just me playing as a player. Yeah. yeah. And then w- my last one we went through, right? It was with Sam actually. Uh, we just used a match play game. And then you kind of, the only thing, the difference is you don't have really uh, minor victories in uh, match play, so you kind of have to fuck with it there. But yeah, you're 100% right. You, you're you relying on these narrative play packs that are kind of bullshit. Well, they just have to be so basic so that way the guy playing uh, Ogres versus uh, Lumineth can also, like yes. the same scenario can work with exactly. Gloom Spite versus right. uh, Storm. Two of them two yeah. of them are ambush style missions where they just well, one of the are, that was episode I'm one. I, I also want to write a bunch of um you know like agnostic scenarios that could be played by any Yeah. You know like that one that I had I think you and Brandon played. The yeah. One where I had the the crumbling towers. Crumbling like towers that's a mission that cool. I wrote and that wasn't specifically for Correct. any army at all. Yeah. I do have something to say. I misspoke. Say it. It's not missions. I meant quests. Yeah. Oh, those things. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. the Spoils of War, I think, is supposed to kind of take the idea. But it like, does it way better. We can also discuss what you are trying to get out of your narrative, like as far as material totally. things. What do you yeah. want to unlock? Like, I already know Gage, what Gage is working yeah. towards. Yeah. If you tell me what you're working towards. I will say, with the Season of War Thondia book, they did add four quests, but... It's not like they're coming out with those books. Like, remember, no. they were like, well, there's going to be a new season of war every fucking couple of months, and a new incarnate with Brother. everyone, and then it's been over a year. I was reading the Path of Glory book, and there is something in the Path of Glory book that is straight up just not in the game. Outposts? Yeah. That doesn't exist. Yeah, there does is, not exist. There are no outposts. It said, yeah. and it says in the sidebar, look out in future supplements for outposts. <laughs> and they just they did so not I thought happen. outposts are in Thondia. They're it, in the Thondia there, Yeah, there, there is one outpost that you can you can... Uh, it's not like you can level it up. It's just, it's essentially making it so your army can play in a Thondia thing. Like, certain armies get bonuses in the location that you're playing. Yeah, d- depending on the realm. And you yeah. technically can't get those bonuses unless you have an outpost. Oh, we definitely don't play realm rules. Well, I, I mean, I do, but only because I have to. Yeah. My my wizards literally get bonuses depending on where we're playing. Steve's, so, so you Steve's just operating in every time. Let me tell you right yeah. now, that's probably not going to exist in your new book. Yeah, I, I kind of hope not. Yeah, it well, seems I mean, like we were talking. I thought that was a bad mechanic. Yeah, that it seems had. extra. It was extra bullshit. Like, yeah. oh, what realm are we playing? It in would today? be like it would be sick if you had all of this terrain at your disposal, all yeah. of this fucking these battle mats at your disposal. You you had a player that was stoked on it as well. You know what I mean? You're not going to a random store to uh, what what GW 
kind of wants, I think, is that they want you to find a, a random player at the store to play yeah. that is also stoked on the narrative as much as you are, which never yeah, fucking happens. I don't know. Uh, they're playing the seasonal match play narrative, which yeah. is, is in... Gur, yep, and it's just moved from Athania no, to it's a whatever. Kid, the next one is moving to some different location. It, yeah, exactly. It's a kid who just got a, a random battle box from who's seventeen from their Maybe. parents or from a neighbor who it sold it for drugs. You know what I mean? Like, yes. and now they're picking up this army game to play, and they yeah, don't they give a drugs. shit about what fucking realm they're in or what any of this shit is. And like, I think that is, I mean, maybe it's our location. Maybe these people exist, but. Also, though, that you go on the InRest We Trust server and you can find people in your area to Dude, play games again. Find sick, sick gaming singles it's in your true. area. Yeah, bro. Like, literally, people we should do a little ad. We should do I, those ads, but with the Hivescum logo. It would literally, <laughs> I would locals in your area. lose my mind if someone, like, met, like, a a, a future partner on on in Rust. Rust. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! If we that would have happens, to get invited. If that happens, or even if <laughs> just going. two, if yeah. two people, yeah. Right? <laughs> if we're not invited to your wedding and you found your uh, significant <laughs> other in the Discord, I will fuck you Dude, up. Dude, it it makes me so we'll fucking crash your wedding. It's stoked yeah. when seeing like, especially when we started doing those regional channels. Yep. Yeah, just people being like, I met this person for the first time, and it's like someone we met at Adepticon. It's Nate like, and Adam yeah. hanging out is that fucking crazy. rules. Yeah, that is the sickest thing. Oh, and if course they're going to get along because it's like they want the same thing out of game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Something I just want to bring up. Well, I guess I don't have to bring it up. I yeah, was just going to say, Adam bought two shirts <sighs> and he is actually today's sponsor for yeah. this episode. Kind of like Sponsor? Yeah, he's like literally a sponsor. Legit. We got our first sponsor. He accidentally like, bought two Hive Scum shirts and I was like, oh, I'll send you your money. He's like, no, man, just do a giveaway. Oh, so here's a fucking giveaway. Adam, this is Knifehead Adam from yes. Indiana? Okay, okay. Because I think with he's two, not from two, Indiana. No, I think he is. He's from Indiana, just over the line from Chicago. I think, right? I, I have know. his address upstairs. I don't. I, don't I, I would have to check it. Yeah, dude, go if get it and read it. If out it's loud. not, all right. If it's all right. So it, in the future, when you're listening, if it's not Indiana, I was gonna say you can hit me in the stomach, but I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Indiana, you can stick your tongue out at me and say, "Yeah, poo poo, poo poo, you yeah. little idiot, so, stupid." Yeah. So for the contest. We need we need something that they they I I liked what you said earlier where first person to email us with an answer to a yeah. question and that's like wins. easy it's time stamped yeah Boom. sorry there if you your computer's lagging and, so, and somebody so else sneaks sorry in there. if you waited a day to listen to the episode yeah. sucks for you yeah what's so what's the question what should we ask ooh it's got to be are we gonna think one on the fly yeah all right it's got to oh, like be a correct, they have to send a correct answer listen no, guys I got it okay, okay. oh what I, what what I don't want what? to offend the person. What? What? Cryptid oh. is a hive scum host obsessed with. That's not a good one. Who is, that's an obvious answer. Who is the host and what is that's, the answer? That's a fucking trick question. Uh-oh. Because it's not a cryptid? It's not a fucking cryptid. Oh! There you go. So if yeah. you heard it here, you've offended him. Yeah. All right. So how do we word that, though? Who? You don't. The answer is... Bigfoot is not a cryptid. Okay. How do, how do I word a, the question to our listeners? Just send an email saying Gage is smelly. There yeah, you I go. Think maybe yeah, that's, that's, I think that's maybe it. that's not the, the, the route we should you go with the question yeah. then if you can't think of one. Yeah. No, I yeah. was just saying, <laughs> email us saying Phil and Bigfoot, but I don't know how to ask the question, Jeopardy style. Oh, what is... Yeah. Which... <laughs> yeah, you got to give them a Phil fact. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. What about yeah. the uh, um, the turtle thing we what were talking about, about before? I don't know. We were talking about before. Give us a Genghis Khan uh, fill fact. Genghis Khan. Oh, okay. I feel like I must have said this on the on the the pod before, but so when Genghis Khan died, I love the smile on CC. When Genghis Khan died, um, he was brought out, uh, and he was buried in an undisclosed location. And then uh, the guys that that buried him supposedly diverted a river over it. Oh shit! And that that's apocryphal. So buried uh, him and then divert- managed to divert an entire river over the grave site, over so the, it could never be disturbed. Over the grave site, and then the the people who did that were immediately killed by uh, oh, Genghis Khan's most loyal, you know, fighters, so that they couldn't reveal where he was buried. And then when those fighters returned, they were killed so that they couldn't reveal where. Dude, that's sick. Isn't that is so one of those people cool. that no one has any idea where, where Genghis Khan is buried. I feel like that's the plot of one of the Tomb Raider games. I it mean, it might probably be. Is. I think it's yeah. one of my coolest. I'm fucking obsessed with So what are they emailing? <laughs> oh, what? What's that? <laughs> oh, e- you should email which Tomb Raider that is the plot of. <laughs> what, was, what was Phil's Phil fact for this episode? Oh, if you can tell us... Phil's Phil fact for this episode. You win. The ant- just, uh, just, just talk about uh, what, how was Genghis Khan buried? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really stupid though because we're literally telling you yeah, the answer yeah, yeah. and That's immediately. Fine. No, Is this that... should be some trivia shit. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like mine. What was yours? <laughs> it's not real trivia. Yeah. Both of these. All right. So oh, not, yeah, none yeah, of yeah. these have been questions. One is. Uh, <laughs> Phil likes Bigfoot, and then the other one is what's like what's like fact about Genghis Khan. All right. How about this? We're keeping the bit. What, what is the 43rd state to join the union? There we go. I like that <laughs> one. Yep. That's a good one. I don't, I don't know what it is, but yeah. we're certainly we're certainly going to look it up. Yeah, we probably shouldn't take guesses now because we'll probably give it away. Yeah, as don't, we're take, don't take guesses now. All right. Well, uh, then we should just move on to questions of the hive really quick, so we don't accidentally spoil our own question by wondering which one it is. Because Phil is currently. I have the answer. It. I'm oh, not no. going to tell you. No, he's going to tell you if we don't move on quickly. Well, enough. actually, I can tell you because it doesn't matter now. Wait, why? No, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, don't tell him. It's going to spoil. Uh, uh, it. It here's a here's a hint. Spot. Oh, I'm telling it you. Is, it is a state that fucking has Bigfoot and is pretty important in the Bigfoot world. Oh, okay. I'm going to say it, and I want you to bleep it out. Oh man, nice. Now you gotta go back and find this. Yeah, great. I'll Sorry. listen, don't worry, I'll listen to the whole thing through. But anyways, we are gonna move on to questions. Um you want me to just read them because I got them here? Or do you read them? But yeah, you can read them. That's fine. That would work. I how saw many, that you separated how, them. How many should we do? Uh do like the well we'll see how much one has many. to be asked. Yeah, we'll see how many we can get to, but let's start with the one that has to be asked, and then uh, we'll just go for you know, because we've been recording for like an hour and like twenty minutes or something. So Okay. All right. Um, oh no! Did someone delete my mom's question? Not I just me. want to say hi, mom. You're listening. Thanks for hey, liking the podcast. She says she thanks loves, for listening, mama. She loves uh, listening to us. Um. Anyway, so first one from Mordheim Bill. What is your favorite Magic: The Gathering block? Of Magic mm-hmm. the Gathering. Or, if you don't have a favorite block, what is your favorite set overall? I don't know how this made this into the top so, questions. Yeah. but I, No, I mean, it's a good question. But well, you know. I feel like we, we could talk about Magic on this podcast more than we do. 
Because totally, I feel like totally. Because it's funny. Because I, I mean, I have the least amount to say about magic. Uh, no, I'm good. No, no, no CZ for me. Um, but it seems like a lot of our our listeners and a lot of people on the Discord are all are all MTG heads. So I don't think it's something we have to avoid talking about. My answer for this, I have a very surface uh, level knowledge and experience with magic. I I I'm anathema to card games i don't know what it is whether it's a tactile thing or what but i'm really bad at not just learning card games but also something about it like i don't it's hard for me to care i don't know what it is no i hear you but anyways i i I do i play play a little bit of magic i my favorite setting is ikoria the one with the the big stupid monsters was that 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 mutated i was i was using the bathroom what was the question it was Fucking Bill's Steve. Bill's question about um Steve read it too quick. Fucking Gage going to the bathroom. Yeah, Bill favorite Ford. Magic of the Gathering block or set. <laughs> Thank you. Mouthful yeah, of cupcake, mouthful Steve. Steve. Uh, and your fi- favorite set is Ikoria. Yeah, that rocks. Yeah, that's, that's my answer. That's a dinosaur one. That's no, it's Godzilla that's, Kaiju one. Oh, sick. That's okay. one that has like cat dragon monsters. The ones where like I think the mechanic is they can like mutate fu- m- fuse together or yes. some shit. Okay. Uh, Magic's hate. most hated mechanic. Companion yeah. was I thought the most hated mechanic. No. And for the record I've cool. never I have never played that. I just so, like the card art. The uh, only only thing I play in Magic is Minotaurs. Minotaur uh, deck. So cool. Oh that's a good deck though. Steve I like that. So deck. Loud. Yeah some loud chippies. <laughs> use the bowl. Yeah use the bowl you <laughs> filthy animal. What about you, Gage? What would your set be while Steve's pouring the <laughs> I'm chips waiting out? for Steve to throw this bag away. Uh, Phil, I have a mutate deck if you ever want to play it. I made sure to use all of the best mutate cards. Is it difficult to learn? Not at all. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. I'm pretty learning disabled. <laughs> Steve, you can't eat those. It's <laughs> <That is> so <laughs> loud. <laughs> Oh, uh, people love to hear chewing, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My favorite magic set. Um, are we going with lore? Or I've heard you. Mechanics? I have heard you answer this before, anyway. Magic so. lore is fake bullshit, anyway. That's <laughs> all lore is. All <laughs> lore is fake, bro. <laughs> Old world's not gonna fuck you, Steve. All right, lore wow. is fake. <laughs> Listen, don't don't crush this man's That's hopes true. and dreams. <laughs> Can someone please answer and stop being silly. silly? All right. Anyway, Gage, what's your favorite magic set? Uh, if we're going from lore, the lore magic is fake. I would have <laughs> to say uh, probably Gate Crash. Nice, dude. It's a good set. That's only because, like, that's kind of when I really got into it. Like, mm-hmm. my first time buying my own packs, not when I was a kid getting fed packs from a cousin or something. Um, if we're going from mechanics, ooh, I don't know. Um, dude, I might say Gate Crash again. Like that whole block was sick. Dragon's Maze. That would getting, be that would be mine. They reprinted all the say, duels. I heard you say Phyrexia in the past. Oh, so see, that's I, a good one too. I love Infect. I've been like kind of called the Infect guy. Um, Gross. You play Scytherix. Yeah. That's what happens. Scytherix is definitely my favorite uh, commander next to Thromok. Um, 
But Plane Chase, so I mean, if we're really getting into the fucking weeds here, Plane Chase is my favorite format to play and my favorite lore. So I don't know. It's like multiverse. Bullshit. I think plane chase is. I think silly. you can get. Yeah, it is silly. It's I think silly. you can get as into this as you want because there's magic is so yeah. multifaceted. Speaking of that, yeah, I know Terry is a huge fan of the multiverses beyond. I just picked up the Lord of the Rings set yesterday. I got a pre-release. Fucking nerd. I hung out with a guy all weekend at this wedding, and great dude. Like, it was a really, really great guy. But he was so hyped. He had just gotten into magic, like fresh, just getting into it, playing on arena, and mm-hmm. like. He's so stoked about the Lord of the Rings set. And I, I like, obviously, it was just like, yeah, man, that sounds really cool. I like, uh, you know, I'm glad that you're into it. Like, that sounds great. And, like, of course, I love the Lord of the Rings and all that. But, like, dude, is Hasbro and these freaking, like, uh, they got sets. these people in a vice, dude. Oh, man, it is, like, so silly. I, I always make jokes about, like, oh, okay, the Fortnite set, the Travis Scott set, the people Grimace's getting, the happy fun, birthday set. But the happy people birthday, that Grimace. get excited birthday, about Grimace. it is the crazy thing. Like, you're excited about the Lord of the Rings set. Mm-hmm. So I think the problem there is that um, magic's strength, magic's strength is not its IP. No, so it's they not. have to keep bringing other shit in. It it was, but it never mattered enough for for them to. Yeah, yeah. it could have been their strength if they had put the work into making it not so. They got convoluted. to the point where they were doing fifth edition tie-ins for D anD. d Yeah, and that was sick. Yeah, yeah, the books for that is fucking awesome. Playing like literally, you're a party. Ravnica. You're a party going up I against Borberigmos. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, like. And I had raised an eyebrow even when they were doing the D&D tie-ins where I was just like, oh, this is going to be a little bit corny. Right. And even at the time, I probably was like, oh, it might be like kind of a slippery slope. And now it's like, okay, we got Walking Dead, Secret Lair. We got... So what's the Rick Grimes thing? deck? Yeah. yeah, we got. Yeah, yeah I'm playing my, my Warhammer cool 40K. Warhammer 40K things and stuff. And it's just like, oh, my God. Like, at what point does it become so convoluted and corny that it's like... You know, part of the reason I loved Magic was I also started playing during Ravnica block, and that yep. was probably my favorite block, and playing Goblins, and just picking up, like, the starter... I don't even know. It wasn't a commander deck. It was, like, the starter box of, like, the... It had Cranko Mob Boss on the front. Was it the dual deck? Goblins versus... Yes, yeah, probably. No, yeah. Gob- Siege Gang Commander, I think, is on the front of that. But I don't know, but yeah, it had the, the Carl Kopinski art of Cranko Mob Boss, and it was just, like, the coolest art... And I made like the worst goblin deck out of it. And I had so much fun playing it and imagining my goblins playing against other people's angels. And now I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to somebody's house and I'm going to pull out my goblin commander deck and I'm going to be playing against Rick Grimes dot deck yes, or like yeah. playing Which is something fucking ruining the meta. Yeah. Inquisitor eyes and horn deck. And I'm like, this is that. so or whatever, you know, yeah, it's like, with Rocco, sorry. I'm going to be like so freaking it's just like it takes it. I don't know. Yeah, I like, I agree okay. with that to a certain shit? extent. I yeah. I say I wish they would have just stuck with fantasy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, if they didn't jump the shark too much, like I yeah, think it like if it fine. was only the Lord of the Rings tie-in, I would have been like hell yeah, totally. Well, uh, well, once a year maybe, right? Right. Once a year, very special. Not thing. a set. They also just a, secret layers. Yeah, and I don't like it. I, it's not for me. Secret layers, I can live with. Right. Full commander decks though. Or like full sets yeah, of yeah. something. Yeah. No, the uh, the the thing they everyone lost their fucking mind about the Walking Dead ones. Yeah, because they don't fit at all. Oh, and it's so silly. I I agree. That's fine. But 
what they said they were going to do, which they just didn't. They only did it for the Stranger Things one. They said, don't worry, we're going to reprint these cards as fantasy, like magic cards. So Rick Rhymes would be like uh, a different fucking card with the same mechanics. Different but they art. didn't do that. They only did it for Stranger Things, and they just haven't done it for everything else. Because now they're loopholing they're, they're loop what they said by saying the Lord of the Rings set is an adjacent Commander product. It's not actually part of the magic thing, so they technically don't have to do that. And that's why yeah. they can reprint Caracas. Yeah. And if, like, you know, I, I don't want to... This is, like, a personal opinion, too. If, like, like this guy this weekend, who was so stoked on the Lord of the Rings, like, it was actually really heartwarming and it reminded me of when I was first getting into Magic the Gathering and how excited I was about the cards and the art and finding these artists and stuff and he was just as excited about like you know post Malone wanting to buy the one ring to rule them all and offering a million dollars and he was really stoked to tell me all this stuff and I was like dude good on you like that's super cool that like you're so into that the bidding is up to like six million dollars now not even from post Malone it's just you know yeah. Well, that's it's an interesting world we're in right now when it comes I, to nerd. That's IP. a total <laughs> other fucking debacle. I just yeah. need to say, I hope a seven-year-old kid opens the One Ring and fucking rubs it into the ground yeah. on the playground without a sleeve. Do you ever see those? Friends. You that ever see like the original hero. Grand Tours? Yes. Like the, the yeah. fucking YouTube or like they're on YouTube now videos. Yeah. They're playing like they're practicing like on pavement. Outside, unsleeved, <laughs> like ball lightning, fucking dragging on the on the concrete. It's just that's I, what that seven year old kid's gonna do with the I, seven million dollar one ring card. I fucking hope so. <laughs> and and there's also been like an uptick, I think, on release schedule in general. Like they release a, a lot of new stuff, and it kind of it, it starts to make the decks very convoluted. Um, even though you still will always have like this card is the best at doing this one thing, right? right. I don't know. I, I sound like an old man when I'm talking about this stuff. Old but man, it's like, the clouds. Yeah, it's just like I, I'm glad that people are enjoying it, and I'm like stoked for them. In in my opinion, it takes a lot of the immersion away from it. I think what's going to happen is it's going to spawn. I mean, just like EDH was a community, yes, created fucking format. I think it's going to spawn another thing where people are like old old guy format. We'll call it where they're yeah. like no secret layers, no. No universes beyond. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna. To be fair, like playing standard doesn't have any of this shit. Uh, modern either. Uh, modern definitely does. Uh, well, people can play the cards that got reprinted in those ways. Yeah, certain. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but some some cards are adjacently put in those sets because of certain ties. Like I don't think the Warhammer ones were because they're they're. Um, all I'm saying is, Commander if you go to only. your regular Friday Night Magic, you're not going to have to worry about the secret lair kid playing Rick, I, for Rick Grimes in his standard deck. <laughs> no, I think the Lord of the Rings one is, though. I might be... So someone's going to come in playing Lurch the Great Orakai? Yeah, but Damn, not, that sucks. not in... I mean, adjacently, yeah. And one, you know what I mean. I, I to answer the actual question, going back before I got really freaking curmudgeon-y yeah. about it, um, the Ravnica block holds a special spot in yeah. my heart because that's yeah. when I started playing it. But that as well, like before I was going into playing at local game stores, I was playing at the tattoo shop uh, at Liberty Tattoo yep. in Berlin, and we I were, remember messaging Drew on AOL Instant Messenger, and yeah. him being like, "Terry and I just found out." This thing called Commander, like you should try it out, and I'm like, Nah, dude, standards for me. Yeah, and I don't think I touched standard after that block. (laughs) 
but we were all playing Innistrad block, OG Innistrad. Yep, and yep. like flavor wise, I fucking think that set is the coolest set. Tree of Redemption rocks. Dude, it's just like all the art was so fucking dark. Yep. And it still, it, you know, it had that kind of digitalness to it, but it was so cohesive thematically yes. that it felt, and it was so cool. Yeah. I, I loved it. <laughs> Is that your... What's yeah, your, yeah, that would be... That's would your be, favorite set? I'd be, like, right about there. Like, the set, I would have to say Ravnica because it was the most fun to play, and the it was, second, like, really the first Ravnica one. Return, Return of Ravnica. Ravnica. Yeah. Did you answer, No, 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 Steve? wait. Old school no. Ravnica. Like, 95? or no, 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 no. not 95. 99 No, Gatecrash, Ravnica, and Dragon's Mage. That is the second That is Return, Return. of Ravnica. What was the first, then, Ravnica? That's one? with, like, Termogoyf, like, OG yeah, yeah. Ravnica. Yeah, that's when I was playing, Termogoyf. Wait, wait. Oh, wait. No, that was Remember the, Future the icon Sight. Is, is the little, uh, that's Future Sight. Future Sight was part oh, of I'm old sorry. Ravnica. I, I'm getting my sets confused. I'm really sorry. OG Ravnica is the fucking little crown castle icon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's OG Ravnica. That was yeah. probably, it's probably 10 years ago it came out. No. Right? No. Yeah, dude. The OG no. dual uh, Shocklands. Yeah. Like where Shocklands you originally are come from. You are 100% correct. Yep. Yeah. Return to Ravnica. Wow, is, I totally forgot about that. Shit, is the one the old. It was Dissension, Ravnica, and something yep. else. I can't think of the other. You one. are one hundred percent correct. Yeah, so Return to Ravnica. Damn, dude, go. I for, completely forgot. And they, dude, I always remember like the old dual land art. I was always like, it's so much cooler. Like the old Godless Shrine art. Yeah. I was like, the this old, is the fucking coolest. The thing. old Breeding Pool is yeah. the sickest art. Oh, dude. I don't want to. I don't want to flex for anyone here. Oh, great. But uh, someone on this podcast does have a guru land. Yes, they do. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name any names, but he yeah, does. Yeah. Someone was bought one uh, by the guys. By the beautiful. By the guys. By the boys. The men in my life. I uh, I luckily was able to cash in much later on that. I didn't set that up at all. But once no, I, once Drew set that up. Drew yeah. set that up. The boy. The, were you, the were you in on that? Life. Yeah. Oh, because Drew I found just out asked about me it. and then never said anything about it. I found it. out about it the day before. <laughs> and I went, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then it was during my bachelor party. Uh, Dude, I, I had walked out to do something. We got you with that. I was so I hyped was so to slide confused. down there. I Terry, was so confused. Terry, what's that so card you left under there? I, yeah, no, you, you, so you guys sleeved it and put it under his play mat. Yeah. So he was just like, wait, what? I thought somebody was fucking Wait, with what? me, like trying to like make a joke, like it was gonna be. I don't know. We have a bunch of blood moon jokes. So I figured it was gonna be yeah, like a blood yeah. moon or something. Well, we under always there. joked about you getting guru links yeah. too. Yeah, and I really liked them. I mean, they were, I was like a super big fan. Um, and then seeing seeing Drew come over and like kind of grab you by the shoulders and shake you, and you're like, "Wait, this is a real Guru Land?" And like you just dropped it, and we're like, <gasps> "Yeah, I didn't know what to do." I was now like, it's in your Goblin deck." It took me a while to figure <laughs> out what the fuck I was even looking at. I was like, "Wait a second, really?" Like. I don't know. I, I remember distinctly surreal. you going, shut the fuck up. No way. No way. <laughs> Maybe 12 times. <laughs> I Dude, it's still, still to this day, it feels fucking weird. But yeah, now it's just sleeved up in an EDH deck. Oh, yeah. As it should be. As it fucking should be. It's I a Mike Goblin's deck. That's it. W- Terry's going to pull the one ring. <laughs> dude, I hope so. <laughs> I'll fucking wipe my ass with it. <laughs> <laughs> See, like... I. I still regret buying an Ancestral Recall only because I didn't buy a Time Twister instead. Well, what are you going to do? Because then I could have put it in my blue deck. What are you going to do? Fucking sell it and buy a Time Twister. I mean, nobody uses Time Twister either, so. Why not? Just because just it's not banned doesn't make it good. Yeah, Steve. What's the next question? <laughs> We're losing Phil. Phil's no. the, the least of our MTG heads. You- <laughs> this guy's going crazy with the fondue pot. You got any sound on this? 
A little no, sound. no, 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 no. Oh, no sound on the guy with his fondue pot. <laughs> <laughs> My mom sent me this the other day. That's so cool. I've never had fondue. This looks dangerous. Fondue? I don't think that's uh, warmed up enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to stop him. Uh, my favorite set is uh, probably the original Mirrodin because that's when I started playing oh, shit, sorry, Modern. Steve. And uh, my favorite mechanic is probably Fate Seal. Nice. Were you upset when Mirrodin was eaten? I don't, I don't follow the lore. Oh, yeah, he my doesn't like it. He's the first person to say it. the uh, lore is bad. Steve, sorry, I didn't mean to skip no, you it's completely. Okay. I saw, I saw New Phil Phyrexia, getting... Bro. What? New Phyrexia. Is that what happened at the end of New Phyrexia? The whole set is then That's why I brother. The new one. I opened brother <laughs> so many boxes of new Phyrexia. When Levi and I got like our first big boy jobs, yeah, we bought <laughs> two boxes each. Well, I opened we were like this is what we need to do. We're we're adults now, so what do we do? We buy magic boxes. I opened it four is. cases. Oh my <gasps> god, of that block, not just that set, that block. That's bad behavior. Yeah, it's bad behavior, and I'm leaving that in there because whatever nefarious, <laughs> yeah, we found we it. found it. Whatever <laughs> nefarious purposes you uh, you went through to get these cases, I want it on record. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Next question. Um, yes. What forward, is your moment. favorite video game of all time? From our boy Adam, aka Ashen Champion on Instagram, aka Knifehead. I don't fucking know. That's a crazy question. <laughs> That's what I said. Terry put it in here anyway. I think it's though. good, and I figured you gamers would like it the best. Now I have a silly. Uh, answer all right. For yes. That. Yeah. yeah Motorstorm. We got it. Motorstorm. No. Oh, actually, that's even funnier. I wasn't going to say that. I know what Terry's so, going to say. Do you? Because it's a weird one that has like made it. Uh, so I really liked uh, PS2. Mark Echoes getting up. Oh, that's it not was a graffiti-based like kind of Tony Hawk sort it's of like game. Jet Grind Radio. This sounds like a, a in a way Jet yeah. Grind Radio, but it was more like realistic in a way. Mark Echo had like a lot of design choices around it. I watched like a documentary the other day on it. He had a lot of design choices when it came to the game, and he didn't want it to be like real goofy, big freaking like yeah. goofy looking people. He wanted it to be more realistic. But the game mechanics are like super cool. It it runs on like the Def Jam engine, so there's a lot of like that kicking rocks. and fighting and like weird big punches and like Def Jam know. Vendetta rocked. Yeah, great game. So I think it runs on the same battle or uh, combat engine that that runs on. I thought you were gonna say Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, but that's also Toe Jam and Earl is very. I, I know that's a, a a way back for you and your brother, but it was super important just for like opening my eyes to like what video games could be and i'm not a huge video gamer but like that was yeah you've said this before you you just straight up didn't have consoles like uh until i got a ps2 so i had consoles like i don't know but i never was an nes like sega guy or anything oh no you know what i had a sega i got on sale you you peaked at like ps2 and then like i played a little ps3 i loved like grand theft auto games and stuff you know kind of the classic like what i love call of duty modern warfare but it was he's trying to say literally super basic when it comes to video games i don't have like a lot of cool i have a screenshot of a text from you at some point that were like i don't yeah i sold terry a ps4 have you ever turned it on a couple of times i played mad max for one one time yeah not a bad very good a very cool game but (laughs) i I have a text from you that straight up says it's like probably like fucking eight years ago you said this to me. You were just like, 
Yo, come over and play Champions of Norath. Yo, weekend. game <laughs> rocked. Yo, shout out. You know what? Justin Joslin does not listen to this podcast, but Justin and me used to fucking play that game. Those yeah. games were huge. Oh, Champions games and yeah. Baldur's Gates. Yeah. I, yeah. The Dark Alliance games were yeah. huge, Big. huge, huge for me. Man, dude, now that you're digging, it's like, wow, there are like a lot of video games that like I could probably say were my favorites. Because Baldur's Gate was the first kind of game that we got for the PS2. Dark Alliance? Yeah, Dark Alliance yeah. 1. Well, because there is a Baldur's Gate. Like, uh, I know. I never played that. It is yeah. very different, though. Yes. That, that's well, that's like why I wanted to make that distinction. More. Yeah. But it was... so, And I, I like probably that beginning basement sewer rat level is yep. ingrained so deeply yep. in my brain. I could probably do it in my sleep. <laughs> that See, that's... My trouble with this question is there is so many different ways to answer this. There's like there's so many possible answers for me because there's so what many is, games. That what is one that you no matter what you can revisit and have the most fun with? Yeah, what I would say that that is like no, that's I don't, hard I, don't I have a lot of games. I have a hard time with like nostalgia though and stuff like that because like yeah. I know I, I know what your same. answer is. No, you don't. I guarantee. I, I guarantee you don't. I'll say it and you'll go. Oh fuck yeah, probably. Say it. Morrowind. Not, it's good. It's See, not, it's not. <laughs> the thing is, that's a game that you can always revisit. But, but like, point, I have, yeah. I have like a fucking mental disorder where I can revisit some. I watch Hackers oh, every week. Yeah. I watched Hackers two nights movie. ago. Right. I could recite that movie without yeah. it playing. Right. I yeah. and there's games that I can always revisit, and I will always feel not the magic of first time playing it, but I can feel like this game did something in my life. Yeah, like, absolutely. Red Alert. Yep. Alert two, yeah. Knox, Morrowind, I mean Halo two. Like there are so a lot many of uh, Westwood Studios here. <laughs> Have you seen the documentary? No, I haven't. Oh, it fucking rocks! It's on YouTube. Everyone should go out and watch the Westwood Studios. I saw the clip from the the dude who plays Kane, who was just like he rocks. Yeah, too. that guy's like yeah. This, know, this was random, and I love it. Think about how many people were in James Earl Jones was in the mm-hmm, cinematics mm-hmm. for Command and Conquer. Like that's sick. Yeah, what, that's who's crazy. uh, fuck the guy who did it, who played it? What's his fucking name? Uh, Which version? OG. Uh, Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry. Curry. He he's in it. Yep. He plays the fucking he's the, uh, the he's premier the of he's Russia, so right? Yeah. Like the general guy. The, yeah. I mean Westwood. Yeah, they did a lot. Real quick, fun little uh, Command and Conquer story. I was like probably nine when this happened. I was just starting to learn like PC gaming from my neighbor and shit. Um. I remember at a Christmas Eve at my aunt, my great aunt's house, my second cousin, third cousin, whatever, had uh, Command and Conquer, and I looked up a cheat on the dial-up, and it was like how to get a million credits in in Red Alert, and it was like go to System Thirty Two and press Delete. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you fall for no, it? No, it didn't work, dude. Oh. Don't work. no. I mean, the cheat didn't work. I tried it. <laughs> And uh, that started my lifelong career of wanting to be uh, the master at technology, That's knowing so that I just destroyed my aunt's computer <laughs> that day. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. But even stuff like I played so many games, like like Sims. I played so much oh, fucking yeah. Sims, yeah. Roller Coaster Tycoon, like yep. all that shit, dude. Yeah. Like, man, yeah. But you're, I mean, Morrowind is probably an all-encompassing thing. Yeah. With. Uh, just as far as like hours put into games, like I yeah, probably had right. two thousand hours in that game. Yeah, yeah. Phil, what about you? I don't know. Like, if you're, I so what I like the most in a game, what I like in in, uh, you know, all of my media is I like a big, lived-in world to get lost in. Yeah, you're a big um, Souls head. I do like Souls games. Uh, 
I, you know, any big open world RPG. All, so all the like people go crazy about RP or uh, open world fatigue. Like mm, not me, man. Yeah, I don't. I, to me, exploring is is. Um, you know, it's a it's a more noble pursuit than seeing the the credits. You know, you mean uh, yeah. open world fatigue in a way that it's just too big. People, people get are just tired like, of yeah, it. this game this takes too many hours to beat. Which you know, sometimes if I fall off the horse of a game, I'll just like never get back on because I won't remember what I was doing. I have that issue with uh, but Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima is a very 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 good game. Game I, fucking rocks. Yeah, that's a, one of the the best like recent. That's the black and white one. Uh, it has a black and white mode. Yeah, but it's like literally just a Kurosawa simulator. It's red. Right, it's right. it's like oh, a really? it's like a Red Dead Redemption yeah. except Samurai. But it's from Software, right? Who did that? No, 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 no. no, no. You're thinking um, Sekiro. Sekiro, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima Whoa, is. This sounds. I don't remember cool. the name of the. We can boot it up after. It, it's yeah. fucking. But like, beautiful. have you played like a Red Dead Redemption game? Yeah. It's just like an open world, you totally. know, live your life, except you're a samurai instead of a cowboy or like a Grand Theft Auto thing. You're trying yeah. to avenge and like every save your yeah. Uncle. There's like a Fucking cool. It's an awesome dramatic story. It has a fantastic ending. But oh, every little side quest is like a a neatly contained story. They're not boring fetch quests. Like every like it's every single thing is like an homage to like samurai cinema. Like it has all the like so character cool. tropes, like all your little NPC buddies yeah. like are all just like total like you know, like the little wily little yeah. merchant guy who's just got like his bag full of crap on his back and is always procuring stuff for you, you know? But you'll just be like riding your horse and go by a house and some guy will come outside and be like, help. Oh, my wife. Has, oh, been my attacked. wife. Like all of our food's been stolen. And then you like go Kill to the house and there's like a bunch of bandits there. And you oh, you find out the guy is actually a bandit and he was sending you to a trap. Uh, yeah, like shit like that is yeah. all over the game. Yeah, no. So, all right. So, anyways, um, I still, I don't know. I literally cannot pull a favorite. You know, things that come to mind are, uh, you know, the the Metal Gear series. I I has always really resonated with me because it's based um, on real life. It's based on real life. Uh, I don't. Know, it's so funny. The game that I definitely have the most hours in is World of Warcraft, but I don't even like it. It's just like it's just a big world that exists that you can explore. So I've just like passively put so many hours into it. Did you hit max level? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've, I never... I've raided uh, almost every class except for priest and warlock. It's so crazy because I have this like image in my head. I'm not of, a big caster guy. Of you playing World of Warcraft at the same level as like Keith. Oh, you just like <laughs> level, playing a game for a decade and never getting past like level forty and just like running yes. around killing boars. You no. play it like maybe once a week. No, for, like, I've been three like I've never like a, you know I've never at like gauge level of like rating, but you know I used to uh, you know I was the the melee DPS team lead in, uh, in in Wrath of the Lich King. You know, oh here's one here's a a, <laughs> a good Phil hot take. You know what series rocks is. The Assassin's Creed series. I know that's such like a funny. The first two are fucking sick. Listen, it's there's a, a funny... reason there's 15 fucking games. Well, They're because good. it's a game that like it's a series. The premise is like kind of stupid. Like the overarching story is kind of stupid. Yes. But if you're a fucking history freak and you want to just go like role play somewhere in history, it's so goddamn good. Do you know the last the, one I was the story playing of the Notre Dame? What's that? The Notre. I might be. I might be really fucking this up right now. Notre Dame got burnt down, or not the, burnt the down. The cathedral, yeah. Yes. Notre Dame. It's heavily yeah. fire damaged. Yeah. Nobody had the fucking uh, like plans for it. They didn't yeah. know how to rebuild it. So they it. just had to like scan the Assassin's one Assassin's from... Creed is the only one oh, that had the most 
uh, 3D There's also fucking, way. Yeah. There's what? also some story about like some uh, like you know, a handicapped person got lost in Florence and they found their they were like on vacation with their family, you know, like a handicapped yeah. person and they like found their way back cuz they had just like played so much like oh, I love that. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> dude, but anyways, dude, the most recent one where you are a Viking in England during the Danelaw, yeah, which is yeah. it's like the that's like the coolest thing that you could be like role playing as historically. It's so the sick. pirate one was very. That's sick. what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like the yeah. Master Commander one yeah. seemed very cool, but dude, I got that, world fatigue from that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, I never i ha, i kind of fell off when I uh, made it into uh, into Wales in the yeah. in the last <laughs> of the Assassin's Creed. I, I find it hard to pick back up just because I can't remember what I'm doing, but. That yeah. thing in video games, though, when you know an area just from playing the video game and then you go there, like playing Fallout 4 yeah. and being like, oh, I went here in a fucking video game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but, you know, we live in Massachusetts, but like right. going to Salem and be like, huh, I remember going to that church. Like, I have a very silly photo yeah. of me in front of the Salem Witch Church and then my screenshot of my guy in the same pose <laughs> and position in front of it. Amazing. I think for a lot of people, uh, their favorite Final Fantasy game. Is there is the one that they think is the is the goat? Tactics. It's their favorite one. Yeah, is that the first one that you ever Interesting played? Interesting take. You're wearing a Final Fantasy Tactics shirt as we speak, <laughs> Stephen. Tactics is is it the first one that you played? It's the first one that I played myself. Yeah, because I I would watch my go. brother play. Yeah, I watched I watched lot. other people play, but then the first one I played myself is ten. Ten will ten always 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 be very special to me. It's the only one I played the most of, but. That series never really grabbed a hold of me, other than uh, six slash three. Yeah, no, it's something I've outgrown. Like I don't really care that much yeah. for JRPGs anymore. But that that it's you know it's one of those like sense memory things. Like you know, think about just like little like the uh, the Dagmar Krug little like piano yeah. soundtrack to to Final Fantasy X. It's like super dramatic. It was the first Final Fantasy game with voice acting, so there's a lot of that. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'll just ramble about video games forever. If I mean. Dude, it's kind of a more Story complicated attack. question than I would even have imagined. That's what yeah. I said. It's pretty good, it's though. Fucked. Now, I feel like <laughs> it's probably the hardest out of any of us for you to answer. Nope. If I had to guess, because you've been guessing. It's World of Warcraft. Diablo 2. It's So I have three. Okay, all right. I'll all right well, he's Whoa, we can have now. a list? Listen, oh, we can, we no, this hold is on, bullshit. Hold on. I, I, I would have made a list. Steve, <laughs> Steve, I just named like six yeah. games. And you yeah. also did too. I would have I would have tiered a list, though, no, if no, I knew. No. And I honestly I'm gave mine, and the one I gave originally, like after naming Baldur's Gate, I'm like, okay, yeah, Mark yeah, Echo's getting up yeah. probably isn't up <laughs> there anymore. Because so there's other ones. Mine are, are the three most like visited genres for me. World of Warcraft. I've literally played since beta. I still have File Planet screenshots. My life has been ruined and permanently altered since 2003. Um, I've met 40 people from my guild in real life because of this. And like four of those dudes are like some of my closest friends of all time. So I can't really discredit. My guild leader died. <laughs> okay. I think he was old. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, happy birthday, Grimace. Happy Father's happy Day. Happy birthday, Grimace. <laughs> so uh, that being said, that game definitely holds something special to me. The newest expansion definitely doesn't, but uh, I think that's just account of me becoming a fucking grown-ass person with responsibilities. Well, you were deep in. So, yeah, I mean, we were, we were, were pushing dumb. for a top 500 guild for a couple years. We, we, we technically have a world 12th kill. 
in uh, in heroic. I know people are going to be like, "Whoa, cool! It's not what mythic." What does World Twelve Kill mean? The we were the twelfth guild in the world oh. to kill Archimond on heroic gotcha. difficulty. Um, but I mean, yeah, World of Warcraft definitely would have to probably be my most played game. I don't know; it's not my favorite. Diablo as a series is I is probably my answer. Uh, but Unreal Tournament 2004. Yo. PC repair class in fucking high school, my guy. That game, I I, I think that's the game that shaped me as like the, the pushes up glasses nerd gamer forever. Levi and I traveling across the fucking New England to go to tournaments to play, winning a computer processor, fucking laptop cooler, like joining the Land Party Association of New England, uh... My neighbor teaching me, like literally putting me in my career path of technology, all because of a fucking team deathmatch game. Like, <coughs> I love Unreal Tournament. I know nothing about Unreal Tournament. Bro, oh, zero dude. about it. I don't even know. Is, there's is Unreal Engine related to it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's a, a, a that was uh, Unreal Two. Technically, was 2004, I believe, or three. So I'm gonna get fucking blasted for that. But um, Unreal Tournament technically doesn't exist anymore. It's, oh, it's free on the latest engine, but nobody fucking plays. It's just kind of like a tech demo for people to be like, I made this old shitty game in Unreal Engine, and check it out. It's just all... It's an uh, engine to create new stuff. Yeah. Gary's mod. Which yeah. is kind of sick, though. <laughs> Gary, Dude, I have a lot of hours in Half-Life actually would probably yeah. be in my top yeah. three. I mean, that's it's funny. I, I was going to assume that Half-Life was yours. Wow, I forgot all about You've it. spoken about Half-Life yep. very oh, warmly. My God. See, that's... Gordon! Half-Life Gordon. 2 and Unreal Gordon. Tournament, to me, are at the same fucking time. Like, it, it, that... Like they I said, so much. My, my neighbor teaching me everything I know. Uh, I posted his, his catalog in the fucking Discord the other day. That dude is a gamer for fucking sure. He had the the a letter, a handwritten letter from Steam inviting them to join the platform, being like, "Hey, we're tr- we're trying this thing out. It's called Steam. We noticed you have a, a, a lot of uh, purchased games and registered with us through Valve. If you would like to join it, here's the code. That's so. He's sick. got it fucking framed next to his computer. It's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, but I mean, I could recite when you're on the train in Half Life Two, rise and shine, Mister oh, Freeman. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean. Pick up that can. I've been so playing it yeah. on the Steam Deck. Pick that's that my can. that's yeah. my Steam Deck game. Like, yeah. that's all I've been playing on my Steam Deck. Uh, but I mean, yeah, going back to Diablo, there's there's Diablo Two was uh, the the exploratory game for me growing up. Just going to random areas and being like clicking a book, and it's like the Countess who once bathed in the rejuvenating blood of a thousand virgins, and being like, oh, what, what is this? <laughs> I need to learn everything I can about this. Den of evil. Yeah. <laughs> And then losing my level 78 uh, hardcore character because my aunt called and our dial-up internet. Kill her. Yeah. I oh. am Akara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Diablo fucking rocks. What's your I, favorite Diablo? Oh, dude, 4 is so good. And Shut I don't want the fuck I don't want to rub it in, but Steve, it is... What is your favorite Diablo? You think 4 is, is that good, that it could be your favorite? I'm talking story, gameplay, replayability. So Steve is saying you can't pick four. No, I'm saying all. I'm saying all of them. <laughs> it might be four because three listen, is listen. not even in the top four. Listen, I love three. <laughs> <laughs> I would put LOD over. Listen, like you know what I mean. Three. I have 18 seasons. I think I ranked in the top 500 for Barbarian season. Leapquake build. Get at me, anyone that loves Leapquake. Um, three is excellent. The story is good. It's not. You can play it once though, and you're good. Yes, I will. I will say that. 
You're you're good. It did so much for world building though, and because of that, four. I think four might be better than two. I have so much I want to talk to you about about Diablo two? and why three is fucked up. But I feel like I can't punish everyone. Yeah. The no. only thing I'm going to say is three is bullshit because you are a backseat character. Yes. to a game, yes. not like two. You're not driving the motive. You're not driving the narrative. Yeah. You are just watching a story unfold. You are you are straight. Game. Yeah, you, I mean, that's like the story of it. And then four kind of remedies that. I don't want to spoil it, but... Good, because I'm not going to fucking play it for another <laughs> three months. Uh, two, I think Nostalgia Factor would, would be the, the best one. Four, as far as replayability, the game, everything. It takes so much from two. How much two did you play? A lot. Like a lot. Okay. Yeah. What was your highest level? What do you mean? Name like you ladders? You fucking gatekeeping. I know. Name your. No, three, I'm, name I'm your literally just asking. I have a ninety-nine. Gauge? You name have a three songs. I have a ninety-nine. You fucking nerd. name your in, favorite in album. Resurrected. Oh, what, name your favorite album. Yeah. Top three. Well, songs. I just remember in. I mean, getting ninety-nine back in the day was like Works a fucking leg. feat of legend. Like it yeah. took uh, as no. long so, to hit fucking ninety-nine as it did all the way to ninety-eight. I I love hardcore. I, I've, oh, hardcore was always my f- favorite way to play because, so fun fact about me getting into Diablo, the day it launched, I think it was the day after technically, we're at Walmart and I pick up the game and I'm like, mom, I love this game. I played the shit out of the first one. I, obviously, I'm young, so I'm not yeah. saying the shit out of Fuck it. Fuck, I love this <laughs> yeah. game, mom. I'm like, mom, so I love this game. So I, need, I need to play it. And she's like, okay, yeah, your grades have been good, sure. So she buys it for me. I go home, I install it. I've never played the first one. I don't know anything about this game. Dude, it has like your own mom. It, it had yeah, absolutely. This is what they were talking about when they wanted to ban these video games. Yeah. It's like you turning <laughs> kids into But it had this bad sick kids. it had the sick scroll on it and you're like, I'm buying this game. I need to play. Seventy eight was the highest I got until probably after high school. Mm. I lost my hardcore character because we were on dial up internet. Yep. And I never played it again until Way later, when I was like, "Oh, let's check out this ancient game, Diablo 2. 78 on hardcore is not a fucking thing to scoff at. But I was the guy that's just going around killing a mob and then logging out because oh, I'm scared. You fucking Kill- loser. I mean, <laughs> I was 13. <laughs> um, but yeah, it it steals so much from two. I think four would have to be my pick. Yeah, I can't wait to play it. On that note, we have one last question, Ooh, and then we're gonna go. Good one. Let's go. This question comes from good buddy Trey, aka the Basilisk, oh. aka I I I I I I I I I. Correct. Uh, I have a very serious question for the pod. What would win in a fight to the death? A grizzly bear, male, or a silverback gorilla? They are both going a hundred percent beast mode. He specifically requested. This question be answered, and there is a right answer. He said. Now, if anybody is, able I do to not have the question, answer. I do not have the answer. If anybody is able to answer this question, we should I, go. We, I I think he knows the answer. I don't. That wasn't Trey, by the way. Oh, <laughs> scratch that. Nope. Who is it? <laughs> five header asked that question. Oh, I don't know who five header is. Then. Five header is a dude that rocks, and we someone with a big head. Terry and I just love him every yes. episode and just talk about his. And then he just goes, "Thanks, guys." <laughs> now, five header. Yo, shout out would, five header. Should well, it, here's the thing: is Trey would love to be mistaken for five header because I bet you Trey loves five header. Yeah. And five header, if you knew who Trey was, which you do from the internet, yeah. you know, you guys have talked briefly. They are both just like like geniuses. Yes, so. it's it's just I, funny. I think it's fine because. I know Trey's Insta- or, uh, Discord handle yeah. from like I, just talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I don't know why. Or it's L's and I'm just an asshole. Oh, could be. <laughs> oh, it might be. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, we're going to have to delete that. Well, we'll see. Anyway, five header asked the question. Yes, what's this question I haven't heard before? All right, five header asks I have a serious question for the pod. What would win in a fight to the death, a grizzly bear male or a silverback gorilla? They're both going 100% beast mode. Let's not ask Phil first, though. Let's go around, because Phil probably has the answer. He at least has the best guess, I would say, because he knows the most about animals. I would say silverback gorilla. I think it would rip a fucking bear's head clean off I'm going to be real. I don't know shit about a silverback gorilla. Me neither. Is it just a gorilla that's silver I, and bigger? Oh. I think they're the You don't know what it is? It's like the alpha male of the... Yeah, Jacked. They're fucking sick. They okay. rock. Congo vibes. Bigger than grizzly bears. I'm going to say... I'm going to say bear because they have fucking claws. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. A gorilla's strong gorilla's as shit. Gorilla's got crazy teeth, too, I understand. Though. They're strong as shit. They got teeth. I feel like a claw is so much further of a reach than a fucking mouth. They dude. have monkey. They have human hands. They have monkey <laughs> human hands. You really want my answer now? Yeah. Terry, give us your... What's yeah. your, Terry, your I would go bear, too, probably, just because of the claws, I guess. Like... But I, I bet you Silverback is stronger than a grizzly, but I bet you the claws and the teeth are what's going to set yeah, the yeah. bear apart. Yeah, apes are very, very densely muscled, more so than... Like, they're heavy. Like, they're they're heavy for... You know what I mean? They're heavier than they look. Yeah. That being said, top-end Silverback gorilla is only about half the size of a top-end grizzly bear. That's uh, what I'm so saying. I got to really? go grizzly. Even, forget about claws, teeth, anything. A top, you know, a grizzly bear at its largest, like a Kodiak, is twice the size of, like, the largest. Heaviest gorilla ever, I just Google it, uh, ever found was just shy of 600 pounds. Oh, so that's actually A big-ass Kodiak is well over, well over a rack. So we yeah, got, but they're, like, fat. What you is? think like grizzly bear is fat? Gorilla yeah. is toned from all fucking muscle. Gorilla bear, or grizzly isn't fat. You don't think grizzly bears have muscle? No, I think they have muscle. They're just not toned, not strong. Steve's but their body them. fat percentage is too high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where that extra grizzly weight bears, comes from. Being fat. Yeah, they got to cut. Grizzly bears live in um, you know, places with 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 harsh winters. Looking at that photo, what would you think? That bit. If you if you really want some some fill shit. That photo is so fucking misleading. Here you go. So yeah. there's a lot of a lot of uh, people who are in the know say that one of the only things that you can scare the shit out of uh, or will scare the shit out of grizzly is fucking Sasquatch. Oh, really? That's like oh, an apocryphal. Yes, yes, yes. That's like an a, a well. I don't want to say. But they got to be like. I would say that if any, you know, Sasquatch and grizzly bear, that's like they would work together. They would work together. Well, it's just like they're sharing the same kind of environment. It's like Grizzly Man. You ever seen that documentary? I saw. I I heard a thing or uh, this like interview with this um like First Nations guy somewhere up in Canada, and he's you know he's like a a Sasquatch tracker type fellow. And he's oh, talking about so like cool. a a large grizzly bear being uh, caught and like penned and like it, he you know he walked up to like the pen and the bear was like pissed like you know snarling at him and shit. Totally. And he's just like, oh, I want to try something. You know, he obviously, he had planned this ahead of time. He's like, he put on like a fucking gorilla costume and walked up to the the bear enclosure and this fucking giant grizzly bear just like runs to the far side of the pen and just like won't look at him. <laughs> really? <laughs> so maybe so that's, that... again, that's, that's apocryphal. That's a story that I've heard. But that's not the first time I've heard someone saying stuff about, uh, you know, bears. You typically, you know, if, if, 
if you know if you've had a sighting, that means that bears are nowhere nearby because bears bears give Sasquatch a wide berth. What's really? the bear in the Mordheim book? Is that a grizzly bear? Bear. Oh, sure. I would imagine. Well, the, it's the one an, that's oh. holding the gun. Yeah, it's like a carnival bear, right? Yeah. Or something like that. Probably a black bear. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you too much about the the bear species of Europe. I think European it actually is a brown bear. bear or something. You know, even in more time, I think that quasi quasi Europe. I think that one would win over both of those. He has a gun. I mean, he has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel like, like the that. the European bear. I'm trying to remember exactly what it's called. I don't think it's just the brown bear. I think they have like a certain. You know, it's like how they're deer there. Wait, what are you talking We've about? Had this conversation before. Yeah, I wasn't oh listening to the beginning. What was the beginning of the statement? I think that the bears in this bear is fucked up looking in the Mordheim book. I I know I've seen it before, but like mm-hmm. that oh, wow. bear wins. I don't know that. Yeah, that bear wins with the gun. That bear definitely wins. Yeah, he's got a gun. Yeah, and armor. Yeah, we were already <laughs> saying the bear collar. would win. <laughs> <laughs> now you give the bear a gun, then the bear is going to definitely yeah. win. Well, so Planet of the Apes mode. The gorilla could probably use a gun as it is because he's got the fucking. Well, now hands. we're talking. You, you could teach okay. a teach a gorilla to use a gun. So, <laughs> dude, you give me a gun and a gorilla. Dude, they taught in Amy. Minutes? They taught Amy how to do the the sign language gauntlet in Congo. So, yeah, there you go. Going back to our Age of Sigmar question, where we were talking about how, like, where do, where does the the fucking end of the the line go? Where we just keep like hacking the game to keep adding complexity complexity. Yeah. That's what these arguments turn into. <laughs> but that's great. A grizzly bear versus a silverback gorilla. Well, if you think about Planet of the Apes, <laughs> you give him a gun. You but, okay, so who would win a Planet of the Apes gorilla with a gun? Or the Mordheim bear with a gun? Well, no, because it would definitely just kill Mordheim the Mordheim bear with bear. a gun. No way! Planet of the Apes Bro. gorilla. Which, He's got okay, an Uzi. Which, which Planet of the Apes are we talking about? 1970s, yeah. I can True. see. Literally fucking, all of them. <laughs> the guy in the mask? The, the gorillas with, uh, have, or the apes have... Matt Damon? Is Matt Damon in it? Apes have <laughs> weapons in all of them. That's true. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Kevin Bacon when he's, is in, Kevin he's Bacon? in the gorilla mask and he's he's in the planet. Wait, of the which Apes. which which level of remakes? Because there was the remake with um fucking Mark Wahlberg in like 2001. Oh, it was Mark Wahlberg. But then there's the the newer Apes trilogy. Uh, fucking Dawn, Apes kid. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. I'm talking Mark Wahlberg one because that monkey has fucking Uzi. What's that? That's all canon of the same one. That's really really cool. They they wanted an MCU Mad Max apes. I mean, that's cruising around just fucking like dust goggles on, firing a big fucking (laughs) machine gun from the back of a car. I'm trying to find the picture of the the monkey. Oh, dude, the monkey with an Uzi. The gorilla with a nine millimeter. Yeah. Okay, so we have gorilla with nine. Is it a photo? Actually, you know what? Because a nine millimeter, not oh. super powerful. Gorilla with a nine millimeter or a grizzly bear. What about this guy with an M4? Yeah. No, it's not going to do shit to a, a grizzly bear. Nine isn't going to do shit to a grizzly bear. What about that but guy? if it unloads the clip, yeah. You ever see that? And promotional? it's still a gorilla. <laughs> that guy wins. You ever see that? <laughs> you ever see that promotional video? Oh yeah, he for, wins for Planet of the Apes. That's like a chimp with a shotgun. <laughs> I think I think a grizzly still beats a chimp with a shotgun. I don't know, man. You ever see that video? What the promotional video for the Planet of the Apes? No. Where they give a, a a monkey a AK? That is my favorite what? fucking and video. And so many people thought it was real. <laughs> Wait, is it like? Is it I'm like, gonna pull it up. Is it like up. made as? Uh, a Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> is Let's it see that fucking monkey with a <laughs> with an AK? <laughs> Wait, so it's supposed to look like documentary footage? Yeah, like found <gasps> footage. But oh, it's just, I love that. But they like use like a shitty camera, and it's like third world country. It's like shaking. Yeah, and it's like. like <laughs> all right, here we go, Jamie. <laughs> Put the mic next to Jamie, it. Jamie, put that up. What are you pulling up? <laughs> oh, I've seen this. No, 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 no. 
This one is clearly edited. <laughs> no, this one's exactly how it was. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Thanks for checking out this episode of Hivescom. If you're not already a part of the community, take a look at the In Rust We Trust Discord, which you can find down in the description. If you have any further questions that you'd like to ask us, you can either ask us on our Instagrams, which are also listed below, or over at In Rust We Trust. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Until then, fam, keep it grim dark and keep it grimy. We'll catch you next time.